0: Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smodcast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs.
1: Boom!
2: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodcast Morning Show on Tuesday, April 2nd, 2013. You're listening to the Smodcast Internet Radio Network with me, Marty, and James, and Steve, and welcome back. Bill's here! Bill's here. We, for those uninformed... Give you a weekly dose of uninformed opinions. And, uh, you're in
3: good company if you're uninformed.
2: Yes. <laughs> and uh, last week I did make a, a little request to see what people were doing while they were listening to the show. Shauna, who's Madam Macbeth, uh, Madam underscore Macbeth 28, no, Madam, sorry, just Madam underscore Macbeth, uh, she's either driving to a dance class or processing spreading accounts when she listens to us. Mm
3: and uh, one sounds way more fun than the other
2: yes and peter w g Asik says uh he does listless masturbation Hashtag #listless hey listless. he's one of the gang yes welcome and then you, well, i've missed
0: i've missed that running gag yes. how do you masturbate listing with list i wouldn't know no, you wouldn't you're asking all the all wrong the, uh, guy but it's listless isn't it
2: uh oh yeah. It's without oh yes. Yeah. And then Raul wanted to n- <laughs> let us know that they're not teens- making a
0: list of, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Raul.
2: Oh the, I love Raul. The the gallon smashers in Virginia or West Virginia or wherever they were, they were arrested. Three cousins. They were the ones who were in supermarkets videotaping okay. oh, themselves yeah. smashing gallons of milk. Mm-hmm. They were they were uh, caught and are being charged, but no, don't
0: worry, boys. I will I will bail you out.
2: Yes, I love those. Dudes. You have your Kickstarter, <laughs> right? I'm getting a Kickstarter to get them out. Uh, and then for Jeff, uh, I did watch the new Doctor Who. L- thought it was really good. I thought was it, it was. Yeah, it was a good start for the new uh, the new companion. Uh, she's and cute. She's as hell. cute, and she's plucky. She's a good actress. I thought
3: she was fantastic in the uh, episode where she was the revealed to be the Dalek at the end.
0: Um, spoiler alert! No, oh, it was
3: like two years ago. And uh, I'm just give a catching up. Break.
0: And, <laughs> and the, why do you say spoiler alert after you've spoiled it? So I, people it's not, listen, not really an alert. I'm is sorry. Is people <laughs> listening to the show backwards, you're sick Spoil- How about this?
2: Spoiler jerk. Spoiler <laughs> just happened. <laughs> yeah. And um, and we got to see the the redone TARDIS, and uh, it was pretty cool. So uh, and good morning to Yako, and and uh, Leo and
3: Darren and. Um, Yes, everybody else. you guys used to watch Romper Room? Yes. Uh-huh. You know, at the end when she'd look through the thing and she'd see, and I see yeah. James and Marty and Steven. And, and the BZA-451. Bill is like the most generic name ever, and I watch Romper Room every day, and she fucking never, never said never. Bill or Billy or and William Mike. or any of the versions. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking watching that. Fucking... That lollipop doesn't fucking work, because I'm sitting here watching your fucking show, and if you're looking out and seeing all the people watching, you don't fucking see me. Your lollipop's busted. And tweeters in. <laughs> Hold on, I think we got something for that. Uh, Bills rant. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Bills rant. All right, that was a mini. Bills rant, rant alert. After the fact. <laughs>
2: um,
0: what is a romper room?
2: I it's a, a romper room. is a kid TV show, show oh, with okay. Buzzy
0: the Bee. Sounds, and like, sounds like all you, I remember. You, you you get raped over in uh, yeah, it's just, no, <laughs> the Osane Brothers, <laughs> come to a rumble room. Like no, w- who was it, Miss Mary? Seems
2: so innocent at the time. <laughs>
3: um, uh,
1: some lady. Six. So
3: Bill, you were you weren't with us last week. Where were you? I wasn't I was up in uh, Santa Barbara for four or five days, uh, bouncing between Santa Barbara and Santa Inez, shooting uh, a semi-improvised mumblecore feature. Wow, nice. And
2: uh, do tell,
3: spill the deets.
2: Um, it basically, the, it, it's a, a sideways part two.
3: And we tried to avoid that at all costs. <laughs> Everywhere we went with the camera, people were like, Oh, is he you making another sideways? Oh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> maybe it was, it was that <laughs> bottle of wine. You were right, holding on Exactly. To. <laughs> yeah. We broke a lot of union <laughs> rules on that show. Um, it, uh, it's a group of people that I've worked with in other capacities and we'll be working with again. Uh, on, we'll see how the <laughs> rest
2: of
1: the shoot goes.
3: Won't we? <laughs> right. <laughs> on, uh, on two more projects that are, that are percolating. And in between, we have these large-scale projects that take a lot of preparation, a lot of fundraising, um, a lot of pre-production. And we were getting frustrated that in the meantime, we weren't actually making anything. So basically, the four of us, cinematographer, director, and two actors, writers, uh, sort of teamed up and broke a story that we could shoot based on locations we knew we could get. We could get this brewery in Santa Inez, We could get uh, a house in Santa Inez uh, a gorgeous house um, up in Palm Springs. Or, sorry, uh, Santa Barbara. And um, a few, we could hike to a few locations like Red Rock and uh, Nahui Falls and stuff like this and shoot in the, in the woods and stuff. So we, we took everything we had, kind of threw it on the table and figured out what would make a feature out of this. Got a hold of a great sound guy, um, Jeff, uh, Jeff Wager, and broke a story into acts, important moments, cast a couple extra people, drove out and just sort of shot it, kind of... Uh, in sequence, on the fly. Neato. Yeah, it was really fun. It was, I don't know that we have a movie. I won't know until we're in the editing room. And who's going to uh, edit it? Um, he's got a friend who actually has edited several uh, successful mumblecore style movies. And... Uh yeah, how would you describe mumblecore? We tried to avoid what actually is mumblecore cuz
2: yeah. it's not fucking interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was about
3: to say you're not yeah. really selling. No, I would describe it, it, mumblecore yeah. as like rambling, unwritten movies by people who think they're more clever and interesting than they are. Um and we tried to avoid that. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> like a John Cassavetes movie.
3: Kind of, yeah. <laughs> or like uh, the Mark DePlace does a lot of the Mark you know.
1: Well,
2: no, I mean I think I think some of the stuff that he's been in like there were very good movies like uh the one with Opry Plaza. Was really the one he's good. been in, yes, I think he's a great actor. And then um, the the Hump Day was very entertaining. I couldn't get
3: through. Um, I I saw Baghead. I thought it was dull as hell, and I didn't make it through the Puffy Chair. Yeah. So just, I mean, he's a
2: very good actor, and he's very uh, ambitious. And, and we had all
3: seen those movies, and we're trying to avoid all of those pitfalls of right. like you're not as interesting as you think you are. Why not have a story? Yeah, show yeah. don't show. Don't tell. You know, don't talk about what's going on. Find a way to explain it visually. And so we we, we did anticipate a lot of those pitfalls ahead of time and try to find uh, interesting frames and interesting uh, interesting ways of, of, of not talking about what was happening.
2: Oh, that's good. And you pick some very picturesque locations it was gorgeous we yeah. got to shoot and at so sunset a lot what what
3: necessitated you having a grizzly adams beard uh we'll, we'll tweet <laughs> we'll tweet out a picture in a little bit uh i had the beard on the first day of shooting and i asked the director did he want me looking scruffy or did he want me to clean it up and he liked scruffy and we have <laughs> one day. <laughs> yes uh, excuse me and we have one day left of shooting so i couldn't uh i can't shave until i can wrap this fucking movie and i'm scaring children
2: Oh, uh, you're scaring all of us. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was just taking a picture. Um, so, uh, I just wanted to talk about very quickly. We just to get it re- through some news stuff. There was we have a, a format, Marty. Respect yes, I know. Respect the format, and that <laughs> part of the format in- involves you eating a very quiet food. Yep. <laughs> I brought
3: a banana so I could eat silently
2: And, by the way, Bill brought cupcakes for everyone Very thoughtful
3: of him. Mini cupcakes Yeah, mini yes. cupcakes from Auntie M's and, um, What, what were you doing what in Auntie M's? Uh, ordering mini cupcakes Really? I would have picked them up That's right near my house Yeah, I had a great uh, brunch there And my oh. mother was in town And oh, very she loves sweets So I got uh, some
2: cupcakes so
3: uh, we we do
2: have a special guest coming in the second hour, so uh, look forward to that. Uh, hopefully he comes. <laughs> Dave, David Huntsberger of the very popular uh, podcast Professor Blast Off.
3: Do we have special guest walk-on music?
2: Uh, we we have guest stuff. Yeah, nice. we've got some applause and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, James has us covered. He's a pro. Hell yeah. And uh, does, does anybody listen to This American Life? I've heard a few. I didn't hear uh, the, the episode that you had... Uh... Yeah, so the, uh, last ah. week, not this past one, the one before, there was one of, uh, about disability. I have the app. Mm-hmm.
3: I have the This American Life it, app on my phone. Did you use it to listen to? I did. You did listen? I did. What did you think of that? Uh, that particular, well, why don't you set it up first and we'll, and we'll get into it.
2: Okay, well, uh, basically it was about how there are 14 million people in the country who are on disability insurance, uh, where they're getting up, upwards of... Anywhere from like six to thirteen thousand dollars a year, to to collect for uh, their disabilities, and this has been doubling for every fifteen years for the past thirty years. So basically, four times as many as there were thirty years ago, Uh, and it's it's a little scary because also these numbers aren't aren't counted in the unemployment numbers. So there are fourteen million people whatever, 3-something percent of the population who are not counted as being unemployed, but they're getting government assistance. That's, uh, that is n- not a judgment that I'm making. That's just a, a fact that was stated in, in this piece. So what was your
3: takeaway from it? Um, I actually found it very depressing on a lot of levels, but also extremely complicated. Yeah, I, I went through a gamut of emotions listening to it. At first, when I was hearing people's stories of, well, I have back pain, so I can't work. I was like, "Why well, I fucking hurt my back a month ago. I worked my ass up. You know? right. and, and I and got angry, and I thought people are just lazy. And then I was thinking, are these the same people who... Or are these Republicans who hate government handouts, who then have a sore back and got a paper signed so they don't have to work for the rest of their you know, life? And I, in and the
2: then, 80s, they, they expanded disability to cover uh, depression and uh, mental illness. Right. And so all of a sudden, you can just say to your doctor,
3: eh, I'm, you know, I'm feeling real down. You yeah.
2: Know. Uh, and then those knee
3: jerk reactions get. The knee jerk rea- reaction
2: is just like, oh, these motherfucking yeah. leeches.
3: Which is, and so much denser than that. The story
2: goes so much deeper And of deeper course, that. that's what the right wing media just jumped on. They're like, you know, he cheers to NPR for, for reporting it right. <laughs> and uh, and like you know the leeches the first on society time ever said
3: them. it has to be the first time they yeah, absolutely said
2: that. and then meanwhile the media matters um which is a, a left wing sort of media watchdog group they jumped on npr saying how are they you know they're they're totally you know blowing this out of proportion putting just their um they called it error filled reporting meanwhile you know uh Ira Glass Who's the who is the the uh, host of This American Life? He stands by the story. He said it was fact-checked multiple times, and after you know they had the Apple uh, sort of expose about the Apple factories, mm-hmm. the Foxconn factories, they they were came under fire for that. So they're very very um, thorough in how they vet the, the these stories, uh, and I think, like you said, it's a complicated so, so dense, and so uh, in some of these. The, these states, there's upwards of nine percent of people on disability. Uh, of, there's the, of the one county working. in
3: Alabama, where a quarter of the citizens were right, a quarter of the citizens of the county were on disability, or
2: the yeah, or the working population. Um, and that that is a, a huge thing. But th- these are places where manufacturing jobs have been all shipped overseas, so there are no jobs there at mm-hmm. all. And the welfare s- system, thanks to Bill Clinton, has been gutted. So uh, basically. You know, he made it like before. Federal uh, federal welfare would would subsidize state welfare, so it would be they would have sort of matching contributions. Now they just leave it to the state's discretion, and they give them a block grant. So, anyway, very complicated stuff. Basically, it just it took it, it took away a lot of welfare from from uh, people who needed it. At the time, it was okay because it was ex- it was in the '90s. There was economic prosperity. Now, when we need it, it's not there. So people are going from state welfare to federal. Anyhow, really complicated wonky stuff.
0: So what's the easy fix? What's the answer? <laughs> I well to get what, to work America. Yeah, we'll get to, I mean the get off your ass
2: because no. because uh <laughs> because okay.
3: disability is covered by the federal government and welfare has to be covered by the state. States have hired people to 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 convince the government that they deserve disabilities so that they can pawn off the expense on the federal right. government so that and the their state doesn't go that bankrupt help do this yeah and lawyers making making a mint um, to, you know on fourth and fifth appeals to try to get uh, disability pay for people who technically could be working
2: so it was an interesting story to me in the way that both the left wing and the right wing media sort of jumped on it for their own you know uh, agenda agenda yeah uh, but well, the system is broken. The, so. That's the point. Oh, the point right. of this.
0: I made a point? You made oh a right. really <laughs> <Yeah>. good point. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> like, uh,
2: it's, it, showing, it's showing that there's a need here, and people are desperate to get money. And $13,000 is not very much yeah, money. Yeah, you're still
0: poor as shit. Yeah. Right, but there's a whole society. And it's the same thing with welfare. There, There is a culture now where women do not get married and pump out as many kids as possible because you get paid for that, and that's... Uh, that needs to be reformed and we need to encourage people not to have as many honey boo-boos as possible right um, since pr- probably not gonna go to MIT and and sequence DNA and find a cure for AIDS They're well that
2: was one of the, the issues one of the doctors who who gave who <laughs> gave people in this one county um, a disability his first question for these people is what level of education did you finish and that was one of his deciding.
0: What was that word? Finish.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well,
0: it is, but it is what Mitt Romney was saying in that video, which was a he. There is. I don't know if it's forty-seven percent, but there is a part of our culture that does not want to work. They they have gamed the system. Well, but there's also a part
2: of that forty-seven percent that can't work because there's nothing there. I understand. That but was
3: the most depressing thing. Actually, was she was talking to a woman, an older woman. What would your ideal job be? And she literally could not think of a job that didn't involve being on her feet and working with her hand, like a physical labor job. She couldn't conceptualize it.
2: Because she was somebody yeah. who was disabled, had um, back problems. Yeah, I, I see. see. And, she
3: was, uh, and she finally was able to come around to saying, I guess my ideal job would be something where I could sit down, but this, I don't the, think those jobs exist.
0: The solution is right, right in front of our faces, though, because everyone should just start podcasting. You can be disabled. You can do it from your home. And we are <laughs> yeah. making
2: and a mint. It's yes. unbelievable. Oh, my God. We're the single-handedly more listen, turning the country yeah, around. It's, it's amazing. Everyone do a ref- podcast. <laughs> and
0: uh, 100% employment. Yes. It's very complicated. But I understood what... Mitt Romney was saying in that I, I didn't. Sort of, uh, he said it ineloquently, but there there is a, a culture of people who don't want to work. I don't know if it's forty seven percent, and I, it, it's sure. But, but the, the 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 response should not be well, cut taxes for the rich. The response should be, what do we do to get people right. A, not to make as many babies when you're, you know. Well,
2: and, and you you, got, can, you don't so you can got the double
0: wide. I got, understood that. You got the quarter wide. <laughs> why why do you have seven children? You know, God yeah. loves me. Like no, God right. is punishing me. Well, and, and and I think that that's a, a
2: a question of education. But on the on the flip side, you've got the Mitt Romney, Romney fundraisers who are the Wall Street guys. Who are making a mint off of gaming the system on their side? So oh, of there's, yeah. there's yeah. gaming on all. You can't. There's no matter what the system is, there will be corruption on any side of the welfare system or the banking system. So, how we spend our money, I think, is uh, is really important. And disability is not a way that at least the system that they portrayed in, in the This American Life story, is not a way that's encouraging people to get back to work and to get educated and to f- right. create new
0: jobs. Yes. And that's... Just like the prison system just creates more prisoners. Exactly.
2: Okay? And we, we that's a but whole... You, I'm fucking thing. two for two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I've got numbers for that later.
3: <laughs> but this gets to the fundamental issue of what we were talking about with gun control, which is its it's not necessarily a policy change or a law change or a rule change. There has to be a shift in the culture. And how do you affect cultural change? In Congress, I mean, how do you how do you convince people to have different a different set of values?
0: And this comes down to to empathy and and um. I had a good idea about gun exchange or gun exchange gun control. Oh, do tell. Uh, well, uh, the NRA seems to be uh, always on the offensive. They don't. In what, in what they should want are responsible gun owners. They right. don't. They don't want. And the thing I was I was trying to remember the last guy that shot up a place, but I, I was like, wait, was is he? Right. This is how hard fucked to, up it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wait, right. was know, he the guy that uh, shot the woman in the head in, in Arizona? Tops
2: is, Tops is coming out with trading cards. Exactly.
0: But not one year ago, it was a Mexican guy with a Jewish last name shot a black kid, and that was like, this is, the world is over. Right, and he, yeah. there was probably some fracas involved, and now it's like, wait, what was his name? And who is the guy in Newtown? And it's that's yeah, and the Colorado guys. Yeah. What was trial his? Yeah, again? I can't keep track of them all. The Chardon
1: school so, shooting. I mean,
2: the government has a lot of money, and they have a lot of ways to spend it. And right now, they're yeah. spending it in a way that is not conducive to to move the economy forward and to help those who are in need. Uh, is all I'm saying, that, or that was what I came away from, right. from that this American Life story. So uh, I encourage everybody to listen to it, because it's stuff that doesn't get normally reported, and uh, it, I thought it was a really well-done story.
3: There also, to follow up on some of the po- political stuff we were talking about in an uninformed manner uh, a few weeks ago... What? How there's dare a, you? There's a, bril- How dare you? <laughs> there's a brilliant uh, Cracked <laughs> article, I'll try to, to tweet it out to, to anybody who's interested, about... Um, the gun, the gun control issue, and it's it it, it similar to this story. It makes it so much denser and more complicated than you think, and it really shines a light on gun advertisement yeah. as being a major problem with, with like just advertisements that are like, what you know, grow grow another pair of balls by this, yeah, right? right? And like a, a an ad for a gun where the in, in metal bullet holes that actually sp- um makes out the image of a skull and crossbones. Which is incredibly violent, uh, hyper-masculine, appealing to to all the wrong reasons to want to own... A, a lot of gun. TNA, too. They're really yeah. over the top, yeah. and and uh, and even a video. Uh, one of the video games where there were links to purchase the guns that you were using in the game to make what was in the game come become real. Wow. And I, I'm not one to blame. I mean, I make my living because of video games. I'm, I'm not one to blame yeah. the video game industry. for and, no. by the way, of video violence, games but, are make believe. Yes, right. You know, but that's that's a weird step where the advertisers are now making them. Trying to close the gap between the make-believe yeah. and the real by, like, this gun that you're using in this game, click on here to buy it. It's like,
4: right.
0: So what I would do is I would make all guns available and legal. Anyone can get any gun, anything you want. And it's up to the NRA to make sure that they are used correctly. And uh, Oh, your mom's calling. My mom's calling, guys. <laughs> Wait, and Marty's mom's calling at the same time? Oh my God, we're brothers! <laughs>
2: oh my God, I was wondering
0: why we there's such a tight bond between such you and me. So, anytime a gun is used in a violent way, <laughs> it is made illegal. Like boom, like so. Basically, we just start pulling everything off. Like AKs are used in a shooting, boom, done. Get it off streets. They're completely legal if you have one. Life in jail, and we just we scale it back to basically you can you know people need shotguns for shooting and maybe a handgun for personal. Uh, it's not it, a very good idea. It's, no, yeah. no, but
2: it, it's a it's a provocative one. It would yes. get it, it would
0: get the NRA to go. Okay, everybody, just use a gun normally and and don't it's a, worry. A one strike law. Yeah, like no, nope.
3: oh, ah, that guy used
0: that gun. It, it's like the automobile industry. I mean, if a car starts exploding, you know, every time you start it up, they go. It's okay, yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna recall all those cars. Yeah. So I mean, some kids do have to die in massacres, but uh, but, but that's, that's gonna happen regardless. regardless. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: What what if, if, but what if, like, a twenty two gets used, you know? Or- done. Goodbye. Like
3: No, uh, they can't take my deuce deuce.
0: No. <laughs> you, it, it's, Fuck you, let, government. Let the children play with all the toys, and if they don't play responsibly, I'm taking your toy take away. Because people are fucking children.
4: Very good. Yeah. Um, the more you know. I, you know what I don't get is the... Uh, what is this... I don't know if it's a trend or if it's always been there, but this thing with... Uh, Chicks
3: and guns, like that. Yeah, uh, it's like a fetish or something, yeah. you
2: know. Their fetish isn't for everything,
3: but like yes. chicks and cars, chicks and yeah. guns, just, just, chicks just and like anything. Like guys oh. just like chicks.
4: Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs>
2: what? Oh, jeez, wow, very graphic. <laughs> yeah. Not shooting blanks on that one. Oh, now. <laughs> um, by the way, good morning to Frank Jr., who's in New York listening to live for the first time. Yes. Hey, Frank. He's on Hello, spring Frank. break, probably. I'm Where's guessing. Frank Sr.? Um, Oh, we don't talk about Frank. So we don't
0: talk about. <laughs> oh, don't you talk about my father?
2: <laughs> uh, good morning to Tyson and Michael and Dutt. And if you want to to uh, to join the conversation, we are at Nooner Dan Marty. On wouldn't, the he be Frank
0: Frank Jr., wouldn't he be Frank the
1: Second? What?
0: Frank Junior? Wouldn't he be Frank the Second? Well, he could be the fifteenth Frank, but he's just Junior to his father. But wouldn't that? Wouldn't well, that be he, more he, eloquent he, for I'm Frank the Second? people, be much people more. don't do that anymore. It'd be much well, more uh, junior uh, regal. Is, g- Junior's cute but he is his father's name is Frank so he is Frank Jr. Okay, what yeah. Wait, why why is that a new concept to? you? <laughs> no, I know that, but wouldn't it be it like, sounds it Sammy
2: sounds, Davis the second is not as cool it sounds as more Sammy t- Davis Jr. <laughs> it sounds
0: more Tony. Yes, I'm Frank Jr. No, I mean, I'm Frank the second. You sound you sound like a monarch. Fra- I, yeah, you sound like a douche.
2: I'm Frank the douche. That's what, oh, no no offense to you Frank. Yeah, why are you shitting <laughs> on
3: Frank?
0: <laughs> <You> Listening <laughs> live for the first time, yeah.
3: and you got to cut the guy off at the knees. Fuck's lo- sake! How are and we hold another, to
0: another to listener was lost. Oh, yeah. oh no, yes. Frank the Second is cool. I'm Frank the Second. I think that's uh, like popish. Yeah, Frank Deuce. Frank Deuce. Uh,
2: I don't know. We love you, Frank. Uh, yeah. Michael is saying that German politicians always try to blame video games when mass shootings happen here. They do that every bit everywhere because yeah. it makes it easy to pass the buck. Hey, and Germany, not
4: yeah, never mind the game. guy that fucking tried to take over the world. That yeah, that has bad. nothing to do with Germany. <laughs> <your life>. oh. <laughs> you need you need to
2: hush up. About <laughs> yeah. Mass shootings.
4: Leave that shit
2: alone. And Lou, we are not going to do anything to improve your mood. We are just we're just pissing vinegar this yes. morning. So sorry, sorry in advance. Uh, no, you you didn't miss much. And. Um, what are you and we, about? we love lo- uh, knocking you up in the morning. She's British. I it means a pardon? different
4: it, be, it means a different thing. What does it mean? It means waking you up in the morning
2: when, uh, when we no. knock you up in the morning. We wake. You up, I didn't yes. know that. Yes. <laughs> oh, and uh, so how was your weekend, everybody? Did you get some time off great. from your uh,
3: shooting? Uh, yeah, we got time off from shooting. I had a gig with my hillbilly band that went great. And how um, much more shooting do you have? One more day. Nice. Uh, my mother came in town for Easter. We had a lovely uh, Easter meal at the Lazy Ox. You guys been to Lazy Ox? Very I good, have. very good. Did, great, yes. good. great spot. Um, uh, by to, the, the way, really today's,
2: today's episode brought to you by the Lazy, Lazy Ox located canteen. in Little, <laughs> Little, Tokyo. Little Tokyo. Yes.
3: Uh, really creamy polenta. Yes, did. did you have the polenta there? It was so good. Uh, I, I used to go to the Cantankerous
2: Cow. It's a whole different uh, <laughs> all <right>. comedy jail.
0: Get back in there, Chewy.
2: And uh, Steve, nothing. All right,
4: Fucking James. Nothing. James, you've got um, you've got visitors. I've got, I've got teenagers in spring the house. Break, yes, woo! spring break.
1: Shut your tits! Yeah.
4: No, James. No no. no, no, no. I wasn't talking to you. James. No, not me. No. Um, yeah, I've got teenagers in the house right now. So uh, it's been interesting. Uh, my son actually went up to uh, Sacramento for his spring break. So I traded one teenager up and got two in return, two females. So uh, that seems
2: like a fair trade. That's a fair trade. fair trade. I'd
3: make that trade. Yeah.
4: So that's, it's good times. We're going to do the uh, Universal Studios thing. It'll nice. Be fun. Yeah. Transformers the Ride. Transformers we were the talking
3: Ride. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. we talking about that. Sounds
4: awesome. Pretty badass.
3: Oh, to, uh, Darren tweeted in a question uh, that uh, got bumped down the feed because we're so fucking popular. I want to answer them real quick. Uh, body double on the movie poster. I haven't seen the DVD cover, so I don't know what it was, but that was my body. My body—I uh, uh, I was Jason Siegel's body double for the photo shoot for the movie poster of "I Love You, Man."
2: Really? Oh. Yep. hundred bucks. A hundred bucks 100 for that? Bucks.
3: And were nice. you were you naked? Uh, no, I was uh, wearing. Uh, went through wardrobe. To like It was like a normal photo shoot. They just put the actor's head on your body at the end of the day. That's
0: very uh, not known outside of movie movie land. Here, so my girlfriend worked in a, an agency that that made movie posters, and did she do that? What did she, she? Did she? She was uh, Angelina Jolie, and because uh, uh, she has huge tits, she's like eight feet taller than no, no, than not ten, the, this other one, the the Asian girlfriend. Oh, sorry, um, I, I lose track. But she was uh, Doctors Without Borders or something, and I was like, oh, I, I know those boobs, and she's like, yeah, that was that was me. Because the actors don't have time to come in and you know stand there holding holding their co star in a, in a shot for twelve hours. They uh yeah, they, so use, they, they use bodies, Photoshop the heads on after yeah. the fact.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a really rough shoot when I uh, stood in f- on uh, Boogie Nights. That was I'm back. I'm,
2: get,
1: I'm the get the button right. like, go ready. Like, you were just like um, How you were just.
0: Look, if gonna you're going to sell a hack joke, sell it. Yeah. No, don't yeah. right? don't bail. bail in the middle. Uh, uh, yeah. oh, this is. They're all looking away. We're all by checking the way. Our phones. I'm on <laughs> Smolder today. I'm on Smolder.
2: <laughs> somebody's pissing on you right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, that reminds me that in African villages in South, in Central Africa,
0: oh the, here we go. The, no, in looking, the Central
2: African the, the, Republic,
0: the Downer report. No, no, no. This is
2: actually kind of uh, <laughs> oh, incredible. There, there are reports of people stealing other people's penises. Oy. Okay, so
0: how do you steal a penis? The So
2: according to uh, let's see what this is. P.S. Mag, Pacific Standard Magazine. They say reports of general theft have spread like an epidemic across Western Central Africa across the past general two death.
0: decades. Fucking and Western <laughs> Africa, man. Get over to the East Coast. Yeah. Where, it's, where it's happening. Those and I guess it's, Ethiopia, it's, baby.
2: It's happened for, uh, for centuries. And it plagued Central Europe in the 15th and 16th century. Um, and so here's how it works. So a, someone from out of town, a stranger, will come up and will shake your hand and that will steal your penis. Oh, I beg the difference. So as for the men whose penises were stolen, several eyewitnesses assured me that... I just it,
0: thought of a Gods that,
2: Must Be Crazy wait, wait,
0: that <laughs> The appendages oh God, did shrink
2: dramatically. So the, this anthropologist didn't have any 1st Is this an experience. origin
0: story for how Asians were made? <laughs> and then there was the migration eastward. Yeah. We have such small penis. We go east. It's it's so a shame. Why are you stealing my penis? <laughs> I have a big black penis. Now small. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're terrible. <laughs> I couldn't resist. It's not ev-
2: no, this is this is an affliction that is affecting all Thousands of, like, Cameroonians and Nigerians.
0: Oh, uh, not my Cameroonians!
2: They're basically, these are the guys like they go fight eagles. They go to the. <laughs> they're with a woman and they're I, I, I like. Watch Cameroonian they're like, soccer. They're yeah. like, what? What? What about the whole thing about African men and the big? Penises? Where's your big? And, where's and your? Big, like, oh, um, that guy stole it. That guy stole it. <laughs> where's your big dick,
0: M'Gugu? Um, oh, dude, yeah, that's so that's terrible.
2: Uh, this happened in. Actually, Gulu in Central Africa, a traveler was, was executed after being accused of stealing penises with a magic handshake.
0: Uh, That's why I don't shake hands. <laughs> and my dick is 15 inches long. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, so, wide, not long.
2: So, yeah, witnesses confirmed that the genitals... It's like, a, it's the like genitals, a dinner plate. It's the witnesses confirmed the genitals did shrink dramatically. <laughs> the accused was shot dead by a rebel group for it. It's- uh,
0: you know what? I've decided I'm not going to go to Africa. Yeah, <laughs> That's not not this year. Am I, who was, was
3: witnessing this?
0: Um, villagers. Was
3: the guy <laughs> was the guy running around with his pants? down? Do they wear pants? Yeah, sure. Was the guy running around with his pants down, showing everyone, "Look, my dick is small" because I shook this guy's hand? Kill him! Kill him! Kill him! Yeah, <laughs> um, I I
2: don't know the particulars. And just reading what I
3: what I've mm. read.
2: It's the and first
0: the African, African guy to, to to take a dip in cold water. And He came out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> had,
3: had to blame it on somebody. Yeah, You're exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like our litigious society is spreading to uh, yeah, East just, Africa or West Africa. And that's what I'm gonna say on my when I uh,
2: finally, you know, <laughs> on my wedding night. Well, this guy shook my hand. uh, (laughs) I was in Africa. But I killed him. Don't worry.
0: When you kill him, do you
2: get your dick back? No, but you get the satisfaction of
0: killing a guy who made you. At least that's what
2: I'm going to tell my bride. Oh, boy. Yeah, I can't get it back. Sorry.
0: So that's why black guys have big dicks. (laughs) <laughs>
4: who come here and that's why they fist bump they don't shake hands
2: yeah, like, <laughs> so, so that's, that's the origin I figured it out I you are been it out. released
0: from comedy Thank jail you. yes,
2: you're on probation but, and by the way you're welcome America yes. this is where we learn you we learn you good that's good stuff mm-hmm. dick stealing <laughs> and uh, Lou just said um, As far
4: as I know Knocking up means the same in England as here uh, At least the part she's from But thanks for that So Apparently my uh, Benny Hill's English made easy <laughs>
2: <laughs> Video cassette set uh, d- Didn't work Or else James wants to knock you up
0: Yes That, that is that true that too uh, He wants to do you in the uh, The Gary Glitter <laughs> in, in, it, It's cocky um,
2: It's Cockney. Um, that's mom, for in the mom, shitter.
0: Mom. In the shitter. No, I, thought getting,
2: that's, I thought that's in your eight-year-old. No, they, when they say hey, she's, right. she's
0: getting in the Gary, it means Gary glitter in the shitter. That's oh uh, right, that's right. Some, that's Cockney. That's some, that's some good Cockney yeah, for you there. You go. Yeah. Uh, now I bust that out. I've
2: always wanted partners. to know: is it mustard or that's good or pants? That's good. You know that. Oh, uh, the Steve uh, Jones. Thing? Jones had the mustard of pants. I th- and that's a Cockney slang. The Jones' yeah. jukebox. Yeah, I dude
3: from the Sex Pistols. Yes.
0: Yeah, so he would play a song and, and then... noted No, noted physicist fiss- 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 Steve Jones from Cambridge. <laughs> was, a, was a, t- a radio show. Yeah, Steve Jones from the, uh, Sex his, the... I was trying to let our listeners in, in case they weren't familiar. No, They, but they don't know. They have they, Skrillex and Forward. That's all they listen to. Uh, I think it's Mustard. Okay. But S- I could be... I, there's a 50% chance Low, I'm wrong. we need you. Darren, we need you. Help and us. And
2: Scott Hamza uh, was trying to listen live. I don't... I can't help you because I'm speaking live. And if you're not listening to me, I can't help you. By the way, we have no Sinbin today. Um, Someone, Andre, had to be in meetings, but we still appreciate his help uh, when he's around. So I watched the Bates Motel. Anybody? Uh, The prequel? I haven't seen it. I I DVR it, but I watch
4: it. Uh, it? I've been watching it. I've watched it from the beginning. The first two episodes. First two episodes. Yeah. yeah. uh Uh, Really? I, I like it. I like it. I think
2: I, that Vera Farmiga is great. I think yeah, she's yeah. she's a little, you know, she's has that weird balance of sexy and creepy. And, yeah, you know, and I,
4: and I'm trying to figure out. I don't, spoilers, but um, are are they implying that there was inappropriate? Uh,
3: no,
2: I think that they're they're just dancing around it, right? The, so uh, I so mean, because kind it, of even, the
3: same as implying.
0: Uh, no, no, they're they're and what are they implying? Well, you know that there's this incest? mother, yeah, yeah incest. it's incestuous, yeah. Uh, inappropriate incestuous, uh, as opposed to appropriate, appropriate incestuous. incestuous. Yeah, uh, no, I would, I would make out with my mom every now and then. That's, sure. that's appropriate. That's appropriate. No. That's a show of my love for her. But uh, no, I think uh, they, dropping a digit on my
2: mom. They're that's teasing the audience, but I don't, I don't think that there's anything to it. But but the whole point is that there's this weird relationship, which is, of course, what we see in in Psycho. Uh, it, it takes place in modern times so it's kind of interesting that they they do that uh, and it's neat to see the psycho house and Freddie Highmore is seems like a good uh, version of Tony Perkins but he it's weird like it it's kind of neat because they have high school girls in it so you get a little like uh, a little high school drama in there but the high schoolers and it's not like typical bitchy like high school stuff the weird thing James is how all the girls think he's so cool. He's so
4: cool, yeah. But
2: he's like a creepy nerd <laughs> yeah, in a right. creepy house, and I don't. That part I don't believe. Yeah, but it's it's supposed to get better. And yeah. uh, Diane
0: Ruggiero. It's supposed to get. Well, At Diane the end Ruggiero. Of every, every, she, the, every episode, they say we're yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, we'll, no, we'll try harder next week. They don't say we're
2: sorry. They just say it'll get better. It's gonna get
0: better next week on CBS. It gets, it gets better. better. It gets yeah. a little better.
2: <laughs> uh, so.
0: That's a good show,
2: Diana. but no. Diane a friend of the show, she yes. she wrote on uh, some of the later episodes. Oh, so she we did. Have, yeah, so we have that that's to look cool. forward to. Uh, nice. And Darren is letting us know that mustard equals good, All and right. pants must be Yaco bad. Jaco says he's dick napping. I have no, no. I think that's 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 a good name for it. Dicknapping
0: napping. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that what my dick is doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dick napping is in kit stealing, taking the dick. Taking the dick. Right. Oh, okay. There we go. Genital theft, just taking a nap.
2: So this Thursday is the premiere of Hannibal Lecter. Ah,
3: that one I'm looking for. I like that Mads Mikkelsen.
2: Mads Mikkelsen, who is in uh, Casino Royale, very very uh, cheek bony guy. <laughs> and uh, does
0: he have anything but cheekbones? That's all I see.
2: So here's the worry about it. It's a show that is about a serial killer based on, and like after Silence of the Lambs, I didn't think any of the three or four movies were that very good. Yeah. Uh, Manhunter was kind of good. It doesn't really hold up. Um, is it just dated? I
3: never caught
0: Manhunter.
2: It's a little dated. The it's Michael Mann man. man- the Mike- yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's okay. It's good. Yeah, it's flaming wheelchair. Flaming wheelchair. Everybody remembers that. Yeah. And
0: uh, it's not it, Red Dragon is not good.
2: So this is going to be, and it's the same story, by the way. Yes, uh, it's
0: the same movie.
2: The so this show is is a prequel, and it takes uh, it it follows the the two FBI guys and Hannibal. Now, how the weird thing is, it's like. A typical show, twenty-two episodes a season, on NBC. Like, can they sustain that?
0: Where does it go? Where does yeah. it go? Where? Exactly. Interesting because I, I had a very um, a bad pitch yesterday, and do tell. No, because I don't want to pitch the show. I have to pitch it later. But it, it was—it's a very odd concept. It's about the, the deep web world and tech and a hacker going from. Apathy to murderer. It, it's the wire for the social network generation, and the guy. Goes, wow. That's a killer movie, but it's not a show. Like, where does it go? How do the stories? Uh, this is, of course, I'm staring across a, from a guy who's got a burn notice poster behind him. Where I'm like, I'm in the wrong. <laughs> it's, I'm in the wrong building. Are they
2: on like season five on that? You know, something like well, that. Yeah,
0: but I'm like, I, I'm here pitching something. Like, do you know what deep web is? And do you know what Tor is? And do you know what bitcoins are? And he's like, what? Yeah, so it, it, it was fine, but. He said the same thing to me, like, well, how does it sustain stuff? Which is a, a conversation I've heard for 10 years. Yeah. And I looked. Where, at, where are you in season five? How are you going to make this go seven seasons? And I go, well, they've. Two and a half men have basically done the same. Ep- just do the same episode every week and you can get 100. But I looked at him and I said, let me tell you a little story. I met a uh, I met a, a producer named Gail Ann Hurd at a company called Valhalla with their TV department. They wanted to buy some fucking stupid script of mine, and I'm like, "Well, what are you guys doing?" And they said, "Well, we're 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 doing a show about zombies in the South." And I went, "Uh huh." Wh- well, then what? Like zombies run, and then show over. Like, what's the what's number episode two? Like, that, there's right. a reason why they made it in, into movies. And I said. I, How are you going to sustain that? And they they had sort of no answer. Well, it's a comic book, and then I read the comic book, and it just it's the same book every week. If the characters are there, people will tune in. Like, well, but it's even less about characters. Like, how do you generate story out of run? There's zombies, right? Well, that's but they 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 did, and it's not a traditional show, and ten million people. Um, who are not watching? Burn notice. Watch this thing, and he sort of. I shut that fucker down. Where he's like, uh, uh, "Good, uh, good point." Yeah, well, right. No one, no one, no one in the town thought that The Walking Dead could exist as a show because uh, there's a reason. Oh, Frank well, Darabont did right. Well, obviously, people getting paid to do it are, are into it, and Gaelan Heard is like, it, "It's going to be great." But I said, "Southern zombies, you know, they're going brains, man, brains." And I was cracking junk <laughs> and they were like, "Okay, well, let's let's validate your parking and send you on your way." But yeah, so, that, that proved to me that you. <laughs> I'm not meeting it. Not not good. Get out of my yes, office. Get out, idiot. But the, You, you can, are more you, you, arrogant than James Cameron. <laughs> Get out. Yes, two cops investigating a murder all the way through the trial will always be a TV show. Dick Wolf has 900 of them on the air at the moment, but if you want to come with something new, you can't think like, well, how is the show going to sustain itself?
2: Which is why I think that I'm interested in Hannibal Lecter because Brian Fuller is the, oh, the is the showrunner, and he Huge did fan. Wonderfalls and Pushing Daisies, and he's just uh, an inventive mind. Actually, who,
3: that Munster's uh, attempt to reboot as a, as a new show was flawed, but had a
0: lot of interesting stuff in it. And, and Hannibal's uh, only 13, which is... 13's the new ah okay. 24. Yeah,
2: Well, but 13, I mean, it's a mid-season, so... Um,
0: uh, but that brings up another point, which is the 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 typical order 10 years ago was 24 for a network show right. they went to 22 and it's getting 22 and less and less and um you're gonna get better stories you're gonna get better actors in there you know
2: because you can get people who...
0: well and i didn't watch revenge but i live with someone who did and they said it was great it was a cool idea and then they ran out and they had a couple of episodes where nothing happened it's just like it's basically just them spinning their finger. Like, just keep it keep it going keep talking and then there's there stories don't necessarily lend themselves to 24 episodes or twenty. sure
2: no and I think that's good I think that's good that creators like that every HBO you, show it. is sure. 13 every, all under. the BBC shows are 6 or, thir- or yeah. 12 and, so... shorter
0: is better but uh, tell that to NBC who's... yeah tell that to the Africans uh <laughs> <laughs> that's what they
2: keep telling themselves once yeah. they're once their Shorter's genitals are, yeah,
1: it, it, it's
2: easier <laughs> i can run faster no i'm floppy flop so there's a whole flop. series of of movies that were adapted from tv shows yes. like brady bunch and uh, dukes of hazard and all this stuff now there's and there's uh, it has been a history of tv coming from movies like mash and alice mm-hmm. uh now, and recently we've had Friday Night Lights, Saracana Chronicles, uh, Zombie Land is being turned into a TV mm-hmm. series, Yes, um, of course, and Sc- Scorsese is adapting Gangs of New York for uh, oh, wow. for TV. But Buffy and, the Vampire Slayer and Buffy, yeah. And Now, are there ones that that you guys would think that would that would be you would rather see it as a TV series than as a sequel? That's at noon. Dan Marty.
3: Well, I'll tell you. The, the issue with this, I think, is the same issue with how is Hannibal going to work, and why does Walking yeah. Dead work? Is that the the, zomb, the zombie thing is is the setup for having a window into the lives of interesting people. The yeah. bar and Cheers was just a setup for a window into the lives of interesting people. Yeah. You can have interesting people, which means good casting, good human writing, and um, you know a good setup of. of conflict that can that can resolve over time yes you can have a show about anything remain interesting in any situation like this tech thing i love the idea and 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 it's not just because you want to buy it (laughs) yeah Uh, i I got a couple grand laying around um it's not just because of the tech (laughs) thing which i do find interesting and that's a world i don't know well so i would like to be exposed to it but i would be interested in what kind of people are in that world and how do they And, well, yeah, and the, it was, and the it, trouble they get into and it how they get out of it. A, it That's where a, it's
0: interesting. It was a character-y pitch. And uh, when you're sitting in a room with somebody who's got burn notice and whatever, they're like, we're looking for something that, you know, can just regenerate itself. I a thought belt. characters were welcome at USA. They are welcome, yeah. as, as are <laughs> hack story ideas. Uh, I got it.
3: Because <laughs> um, something like Friday Night Lights worked immensely for me. I was I was incredibly emotionally involved in that show. And it's a show about football, but it's not a show about football. It's a show about Coach and his wife. That's what it's yeah. about. And, and because of that, I could come back week after week, and the football was an engine or a device that, that worked in, in, in the tension and in the conflict, same as the zombies are a great device, yeah. to raise, raise the stakes. But what I cared about was Coach right. and
2: his and, wife. And that gets back to the whole thing about what, if the characters are interesting and rich, then people will want to spend time with them.
3: Yeah, and if you create a world that has fun and interesting rules...
2: Like Zombieland, I think, is a great vehicle for a TV series, Mm -hmm. you know. Yes. Well, it's got
4: the potential, obviously, the the action uh, potential that's going to hold people in. Because, like with Walking Dead, that's one of the things is... I mean, the writing is really, really good on that show. Right. But if there's not at least one zombie killing in the episode... Mm -hmm. Oh the fans Let them know it It's like yep. What the fuck what, we, If we want to see Shakespeare We'll watch We'll, we'll fucking <laughs> Read Shakespeare right. Or whatever so, We'll and, watch you know, British television Yeah we'll watch British television
2: <laughs> Downtown Abbey Abbey. <No>. Um <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing. Like, I like. I think post-apocalyptic settings are interesting. So, Escape that's, from New York. Um, escape
3: the series. Sh- sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess it could yeah. be Escape Across the Country or something like that. I, I would see Mad Max. I, I would. The would, Warriors. Uh, the Warriors, I think, would be an interesting one. Was, yes,
3: that that's one uh, that I was going to. Ga- that's the Gangs of New York. You've got the gangs and the right, the, and, yeah, and that's riot. what I think. Um, uh, give Shakespearean a shit with that. Yeah, look and, it and, up. And, I thought of it first. Well, so you've got multiple that,
4: you know, areas in New York or, or you know, well, multiple
2: he's, settings, so you he can doing, always move it around. He's doing cities, I think, all, all, all over the country at that time. Oh, wow. so, oh I can't wait I for the
3: Cleveland to, episode!
2: Yeah. <laughs> There it is, people. Look me up, Marty. There it is, people. Look me
4: up. (laughs) Drink. drink, It is time to drink, ladies
3: and gentlemen.
0: Drink the Kool-Aid, which was invented in
3: Cleveland. Yeah. (laughs) No. You know what else I would... And I'm just on a a high on this movie, even though I just saw it and it doesn't hold up. But uh, uh, speaking of something character-driven with people you want to spend time with... G.I. Joe. In a world with really interesting rules... Buckaroo Banzai. Ah. Oh, I would cool. totally watch a series about Buckaroo Banzai in yeah. the Hong Kong Cavaliers.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, that show is, that movie was very excellent. Uh, it didn't hold up. It, it, it and,
3: really yeah. lags in the middle um, for me, but. There's just something about that like gang of dudes with really cool names, and he's a samurai, ninja, rock star, rock star brain surgeon, physicist. It's like, if those are the rules of the world, I want to play in that world yeah. for, for season after season. Per- uh, Perfect, Tommy, Reno, Nevada. Like, these are the character names. It's just cool.
2: So, Darren uh, mentioned that the firm came out last year. Yeah, but
0: the firm and- is on TV. It's every show is the firm. Sure, like- and also the firm. The characters
2: weren't that interesting. Tom Cruise is not an interesting character. Bite your tongue, he's
0: amazing. No, As he's an actor,
2: great. I think he's a great actor, but the character's really kind of, he's a douchebag. Yeah, that's uh, also,
0: why did they make that 25 years after it came out? What well, was the, yeah, I, I mean, Buffy. Wait, 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 was, to
2: pay
3: for, wait for people to forget about it.
2: There was a big gap between Buffy, uh, Young Indiana Jones. Well, yeah.
3: I never saw that. Was that Did that hold, uh, hold water? Because that's a fun world. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really get into it. I, I yeah. think it was
2: casting, I, or just it was just not my thing. And I think again, like characters like interacting, like the Odd Couple, is two characters that we know and love, and that we was get a to fun see more. It's very fun yeah. series. Buffy, same thing. Mash, same thing. Like Mash, basically all the gags. I, you know, I saw the TV series before I saw the movie. Me too. Yeah. And then when I watched the movie, I was like, oh, every single episode of Mash is basically a rehash of the, of the, the movie until Alan Alda started getting all weepy and, and serious. Right. Yeah. But, and I didn't complain. It was fun.
3: Yeah. Any hopes for the shield TV show? Um, spinoff of the, of the Avengers. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, that, Joss Whedon that, is being a, developed, right? writing yeah. the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure.
2: But you're not going to get Sam Jackson in it.
3: Yeah. yeah, I can live with that.
2: All right. All right. Um, Frank says, I would love uh, to see a TV show about Nightwing, uh, but done as an HBO hour-long, um, rather than a Smallville-style show.
3: Sure. Yeah. Nightwing was mm-hmm. a film or is a comic book No, it's, book a, it's,
2: it's a, DC comic book okay. characters. Yeah. Dick Grayson became Nightwing. Right, 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 right. I think Robin just died again. Another Robin died. Jeez, Aww. I'm killing those guys spoiler up.
0: Spoiler jerk. <laughs> <laughs> again, after the fact. After just, the fact that's why I'm spoiler a spoiler jerk. jerk. Oh, spoiler jerk. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Come on. I'm I'm oh, my God.
3: I'm I'm adapting, I'm listening. Hey, me and Frank Junior are bonding. His dad's got the same tattoo as me. Oh nice. What's what's that again? Taking care of business in a flash? Oh. Elvis Presley.
4: Nice. I'd like to see a, a. I don't know if this is, qualifies uh, for the question, but do you need to I'd get like... the comedy jail button ready? Yeah, I probably do. No, <laughs> uh, I, I want to see uh, what you call it. What, what was the show with the horse, the talking? Mr. Mr. Ed? Ed. I'd like to see Mr. Ed, but I'd like to see it on like Showtime or HBO. <laughs> oh, I
0: thought you were <laughs> oh, yourself. We'll a
3: <laughs> character-driven Mr. Ed. <laughs> yeah.
0: I thought you were talking about Sex in the City.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Where's the who? Where's the who? <laughs> Where, Where is it? Is it? There it is. Yeah. There it
2: is. And I agree with Lou. I would I would see a hot fuzz. <laughs> Sorry. I would see a hot
0: fuzz TV. Show. Oh, yeah. yeah good call. Be.
2: Good uh, call. That was good, Lou. Uh, so, Steve, you and I were talking um, we were. earlier. We were. About <laughs> piracy. So, there, there's a new law that that is or a new system that was put in place called the Copyright Alert System. And basically, this is a six-strike rule that, uh, in the U.S., where uh, ISPs, uh, Internet Service Providers, if, if like, you know, Sony says this IP address is stealing our, our songs and spreading it ra- around...
0: Just, just torrenting, not, like... Just tra- torrenting. Yeah, if just you are torrenting. on a peer-to-peer uh, Right, if you're service. trading,
2: and they can ping back to your IP address... Then your, the ISP will contact you. They will send you a pop-up on your browser. They will email you and call you and say, "We this has been noticed, you've been warned, you get five more. And then they can take action by throttling your, your data back. Or some are throttling down. and
0: some are not. Right. But it's like six strikes in that the first one's a warning, the second one you have to watch a video on how to properly not... Download stuff that's not yours, and then the third one you have to call your ISP and right. speak to a woman in a and say, "I didn't know somebody stole my wireless." <laughs> so, what? It like
2: now? Do you think this is a good system? No. Okay. Why? I don't know. Okay. I just. I just. I, I, <laughs> well, a couple well, of weeks ago, <laughs> just, just to put this in context, uh, there was a uh, Jamie Thomas Rassett was denied a, an appeal to the Supreme Court when in back in 2005 the RIAA the the recording industry mm-hmm. association AA, A-A <laughs> uh, the, the recording industry ah uh, they found that she was trading 1700 songs uh, out of her you know she's like a, a, a mother you know her, she's you know not a rich person at all yeah uh, and they find is she on
3: disability pay
2: uh, her husband yeah. is unemployed there you and she go. and she's Earth. got kids <laughs> they find her Two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For Jeez. songs like she probably listened to like five of them, you know. Or even if she listened to all of them, it, it's like, is that is that worth two hundred and twenty thousand dollars? And is this going so I I don't know what's fair. So that's why I was asking you what you you think is fair. Obviously she is sharing this stuff illegally
0: and it's not hers to share to, to distribute. That's where we must disagree. Well, I mean, if if I buy this mug here, can I then give it? And it, it, it's this, these are things that are being uh, argued right. right now in front because of because you
2: can't replicate that a thousand times.
0: I understand, but uh, it was some court case where if you buy something overseas, you can't sell it back to America. If I, if somebody in England bought this, then they couldn't put it on an eBay and sell it back to America because it's an American copyright and they they overturned that. They or whatever the the case right. was. Well, you can't know.
2: yeah, you can't sell an MP3 Yeah, that. but when
0: you get into the digital realm, it's um uh, it's a little harder to control and I I don't know about other countries. I know we have the, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act which says the copyright holder owns the rights to those ones and zeros that are on your drive that you paid for. But um, the largest trading website in the world now is Pirate Bay. People can; yeah. it is very easy to get to. And if you have a, uh, if you are under forty, you can figure out how to use it and yeah. share share music. I like to use the term "share" because James, as
2: a yeah. somebody who creates music, do you have a feeling about I, I'm, this? I'm
4: kind of conflicted on I mean f- from an artist standpoint obviously you, you don't want your stuff being pirated um, where you lose
3: you can't you know, make a possible
4: revenue it's yeah, already income. so hard to make a living as exactly a it's not like the old days where you know you could f- you have to physically sell I, I sold a million records I'm-, I'm platinum that that day is over with I mean now it's, it's all digital it's all you know uh, uh, e-commerce as far as getting your numbers up there so every time someone shares your thing uh, you know yeah not only are you not getting you paid use. but yeah. you're not but you're not showing up does on any make charts it you angry though um, well you can get angry or you can get smart about it which is what uh a lot I of get the hip-hop angry kids. I don't get smart yeah <laughs> well a lot of the hip hop kids now what they do is they utilize that they realize that there's going to be piracy, right. um, you know, involved or, or, or sharing whatever you want to call it, and so what they do is they release
0: these mixtapes right for free. Rick Ross does them, yeah, and uh, and they're they're that's you know, how I found out about Kendrick Lamar, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now I'm a fan. And the weekend did that, yeah, yeah. Out of yeah, Canada. and that's, that's how you, you hear
4: these guys and go. Oh, that dude's badass. And you look it up and then you do purchase, you know, unless you're just that much of an asshole. That, right. And well, I think, fuck it. I'm then, gonna download you know, it for free. There are
2: going to be pe- be people that don't uh, that don't pay won't pay for it regardless. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, that's going to happen, and that happened before. You know, before yeah. there were people would listen to the radio. All the all, the, cassette all the record industries yeah. tried
0: to suit. Uh, it was a TDK, whoever invented the the recordable cassette, because like you're right. going to destroy our industry. Right. And somehow there's still a the music industry. Yeah. Yeah. Same so, thing yeah. with with recordable uh, CDs, CDs when, they, when yeah. that came out. So this happens in cycles and. I uh, you know when I go on Pirate Bay I don't see people trading poetry or Monets they're right. trading music and movies and television the, the three yeah. things that we're all passionate about so there are uh, there's still an audience for it and yeah. you you have to now just shift how you make money right yeah. Six Strikes is basically saying we're watching your I- ISP which is your your IP address is your phone number as you go out into the world and we all have wireless now we all have. Yeah. Um, we're sharing our ones and zeros. So if some kid comes over my house and downloads a movie, it shows up as my ISP, you downloaded a movie that is copywritten, and I get the call. Yeah. from my ISP. Right. Like how the fuck does that work? And w- basically the law just it, it just applies to um, consumers. So you can still go to Starbucks and hit torrent and just sit there for 5 hours and download right. 5 yeah. seasons of Downton or, Abbey.
2: Or you can
3: or
0: 3 seasons. You or can are they, five? There are these services. You can download future apps. There, there are
2: these torrent <laughs> services that will anonymize your IP. Yes. And then they don't keep logs of it. So the there's or no, or there,
0: a VPN which is right, another way. But
2: that costs like anywhere from like 6 to 10 bucks a month, you know, or more. That is going to some nerd in Canada or whatever who's running all these uh, these IP anonymizers as opposed where it could be going to the actual artist itself. So that's where yeah. like the that's where the recording industry fails to see like they're just creating new opportunities
3: for for uh, Right, They have, to adjust. They have yeah. to adjust their yeah. business model yeah. based on their I, and reality. And I hate to
0: quote the Grateful exactly. Dead because I know that they're, they're horrible in everyone's mind. But I'm when So I, glad I, to hear you say When that. I listen <laughs> to them, they're awful. Well, it's really Deadheads are awful people. The, the Grateful Dead were actually <laughs> shrewd because they couldn't sell records. And anybody who knows anything about the music business, when you have a record deal, you do not make money no. at all. No. Especially nowadays. The Tribe Called Quest sold a million copies of Low End Theory. It's and It's a uh, Tribe Called Quest, not that Tribe Called Quest. Did I say the? You did. I thought I said just Tribe Called play Quest. Play the tape. You said, you said play the tape. You said the <laughs> and, and and Tribe Called Quest <laughs> sold a million copies of Low End Theory and they netted as a band fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, where the money? Where did that money go? It went up the nose of some fucking exec exactly. here in L.A. So and so. <clears throat> Yeah, no, I... Totally... I forgot my point now. No, no,
3: you're... Touring, reaching out the you're dead. You're talking about that, that record people... Hitting the road, people... reaching out
0: to people, re- releasing their live records. I think creating... Oh, the Grateful Dead yeah. couldn't sell records, couldn't make money, so they released... They did what everyone wasn't doing in the 70s, which was record our shows and just trade it. This right. is before the internet, so you'd have to take a cassette and then another cassette player, and however you manufactured it. But it seemed kind of like a hippie, cool, yeah, they just let the music be free. No, they, they were... Uh, they were using a, a viral network to promote yes. their live shows, and believe me, they would not let you silk screen their logo on a T-shirt and sell it. They bust you. They're like, no, we make money on yeah. T-shirts, sure, and the live show. No, absolutely, and that's where music is going.
2: And I think also, you there's the, the goodwill aspect of it. If like, if you, if you but punish but people but who but are but listening but to your music, like Metallica wanted to. Then those people are going to hate you for it.
0: But it's not the band punishing. That's no, what the like, Metallica. was. Well, they're wise, they're yeah. fucking assholes. But it is it is the record label who is who has Again. screwed the, the the consumer over, right. the, and screwed and also the artist over with this ridiculous deal. Sure. They'll okay, never that, make money. Th- those deals are no longer. And they've also set prices on. They, there's a collusion case that's been going on forever. Yeah. That that CDs still cost fifteen dollars when they should cost about eight bucks. Right, yeah. In terms of production. But, uh, and as I look at stuff online and I go, a, a CD should be $5. There's no packaging. Sure. There's no distribution. No truck drove it to the, the uh, is there a tower record still? Yeah. No. no.
2: I but yeah. I think creating goodwill is a way to get people, like, Podcasts now are making money by asking people for money, as well, opposed to other charging po- other podcasts. Well, we haven't asked for people for money, but I know that you guys. Would Everyone, be... send money
0: um, <laughs> to the yeah. morning show yes. yeah. in Small Los Angeles in Small California
2: in yeah. in Smod dollars, SMOD, yeah, smallers. Smod coins, yeah. So someone like Louis C.K. is just like, hey, I'm not putting digital rights management on my movie. Download it for five bucks. Don't share it.
0: Unless you're an asshole, but it's price point that. Was, what
2: price point? And he, there was a trust in his audience of like, I, I'm going to be cool if you're going to be cool. Yeah. and he made a lot of money off of it. So, yeah. and I'm sure people pirated it just the same. But right. um, yeah. and that that's going. You just have to accept that. And but then,
0: he also has the benefit of you can't download him. A live experience with him. He'll tour, and people will pay to see no, him. Absolutely. And they, and, and, they, they the know dead, his the dead had that too. And
2: yeah. same with musicians; they will do that too. Um, and. Hold on, I'm gonna.
0: Be- oh, we're gonna take a break. Uh, no, oh, no,
3: uh, we're to not gonna take a break. But yeah. it is a good time to mention that uh, it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smod, SMOD Coast Morning Show on the Smodcast Internet Radio Network. So. Good oh, morning.
0: Good morning. Good morning. Oh, no. Well, All we're right. we're not gonna figure this and, uh, issue out.
4: It sounds like uh, perhaps we have someone at the door.
3: Hey, hey. there
1: we hey, are.
2: It's, it's uh, David Huntsberger from the. Professor Blastoff podcast on the uh, hey. the other podcasting network. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, to this Modcast Airwaves.
5: Yes, nice to be here.
2: Yeah, yes. great to have Good to you. Have you.
5: Yeah, thanks. I just got a juice and they, you know, the little sleeves they put it in yeah. in case it's going to be too hot. It's sponsored by Reno Nevada,
2: which is where I'm from. That's amazing. So, Do you yeah, think they knew I- that? And if I went there, they would have given me a sleeve that said Palo Alto? <laughs> Probably. All right. It's also like... the
3: name of a character in uh, Buckaroo Banzai. He's one of the Hong Kong Cavaliers, yeah. Reno, Nevada. Really? Yeah. We so were, you could have gotten a sleeve that said "Perfect Tommy." <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: by the way, this is Bill and Steve yes. Good morning, Good morning. yes. Hello, hello. So I think yeah, the last time you were on, it was with uh, Dan and um, what's his name?
1: Marty. Uh, no.
2: <laughs> yeah. You? it was Just, just you two. Well, there was an the engineer guy. Oh,
3: you know? uh, Jay. Jay West. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Jay, if you're listening. Hey, help yourself to uh Auntie M's uh, mini Ooh. cupcake. By the way, this when, when you uh, eat Auntie, e- Auntie M's, yes.
4: And when you emailed, uh, but this, this is letting you know what, what you've just walked into. Um, Dave, <laughs> okay. uh, when you emailed the, uh, topics for today, I, I had no idea, uh, what you're referring to with online piracy? Because I thought if you meant you know uh, trolling for booty online all day, then our <laughs> <ar, then>, uh, <laughs>
3: all right, I'll ar. go back. Back in comedy I'll jail, go yeah, back. Go back. we need we need stronger locks on that comedy <laughs> jail <cell>. <laughs> how, how, <laughs> how does he keep getting out?
2: Because he's the one who has the keys. Yeah, I'm like,
3: I'm like, uh, what's his name
2: on fucking mean, Andy Griffith? He's got his own keys. Right. <laughs> so, David, everybody oh God, wants to name? know. What it's like to have a birthday party with America's Hottest Comic.
5: <laughs> I didn't go to the birthday party. Really? She so, was
2: on a, a party bus of, with a bachelorette party. Oh, like Bell's yeah. bachelorette party. By the way, we're talking about Tignataro, your co-host on the show. Yeah. Oh. We uh, went
5: out to dinner, though, and she didn't get um, you know, attacked by paparazzi and, <laughs> and fans. So people are nice. Is it happening more and more with the popularity of the <clears throat> podcast? I haven't seen it a ton, but we also go to places where people have to act cool, you know, oh, right. like, at, like Silver Lake. Yeah, she goes to a lot of like vegan restaurants and things Ooh. like that, people there are very like, "Yeah, I get it." Right, right. right.
2: So now I'm going to secretly her.
5: take a picture with her. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we go Instagram to Disneyland together or something, we would go it, crazy. didn't
2: Kyle secretly videotape something while he was on the phone like uh, Oh, that's
5: from her Taylor Dane story. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, they were uh they were at a like pizza chicken california cafe and uh she was like hey i'm gonna go say this thing to taylor dane could you record it and he tried on his little flip phone like recording it through the side <laughs> as he
2: was talking <laughs> um so the last time you were on was basically right around when the the podcast your podcast started right it was like a pretty first, close first yeah, few months. We, yeah
5: we'd only done a handful of episodes at that point we, we were about to do our 100th now month.
2: what has been the change between then and now like for you personally as a human being? As a human being. Like, of course, you're smarter with science. Yeah,
5: I'm, I've become more well-rounded as... He- no, n- nothing's really changed other than, you know, like... How long have you guys been in this current... Uh, uh, for like setup? four months,
2: five months,
1: something like that. At
5: least, yeah. At least like five that. Yeah, yeah, you kind of like develop your role within, or you kind of know when someone's yeah. going to talk, all, all that. I feel like just like becoming friends with anybody you know you kind of know within the group where where everyone stands I, I think that's really all that happens no but also
2: developing an audience too you know like you have a yeah. uh, you have a really strong rapport with with your mm. audience you have a lot of the same you know guests on and, and I'm sure yeah. a lot of the same fans like well we have fans come on as guests too which is
5: which is pretty nice I th- myself included <laughs> right yeah yeah that's true you <laughs> did well you kind of knew
2: Kyle beforehand right? sure but he yeah but i yeah. yeah
5: right but people when people reach out like that especially if they have some something to offer the show then we'll have them on and that helps and then it creates more of a a community and aspect. you have like
2: listening parties people have
5: right yeah they started that on their own where they they'll like meet up and do the or like tweet ups i guess where they'll they'll wait until a specific time and then all listen together and then tweet hey i'm enjoying this <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's kind of what we do now we do it live so uh so we kind of get that we have a, a core audience that listens live. Sweet. By the way, tweet your questions in at or Dan Marty for our guest David uh, <laughs> Um How did that come about? Someone emailed the podcast. Uh,
5: I forget what they had said, but they their name was David S. And then everyone started joking like that was just you. That was just you. And we were like, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, you're right. It was David. <laughs> it was me. David Sonsberger or Tig said that or something. And then and then some guy started a Twitter account named dave sunsberger that's really and he's, uh, we've met him he's come to shows and stuff so yeah it's just one of those like what would really help i think or what does help is if one of the members of your podcast gets diagnosed with cancer <laughs> oh, and it becomes geez. national
2: news so. I'm, i vote marty <laughs> i was just gonna say i picked one of you three but um
0: no, well, I want Marty to get that thing where the guy shakes your hand and your penis disappears. Oh, too late. <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> they were talking about penis theft in Africa. It's a uh, it's, You have to listen to the show. It's
5: like one of those, uh, don't magicians do that on stage where they'll have a volunteer come up and then they just sort of pat him down and the next thing you know, all the jewelry is gone. <laughs> all right, right. Gone. My
1: watch. My penis.
4: <laughs> you call that Inglewood where I come
5: from. <laughs> <laughs> it happens daily. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, are they so polite there to like do a pat down, uh, no, or typically just, just. just at, like <laughs> knife or
4: gunpoint?
2: Yeah, it's uh, a club. a knockdown. Yeah. Uh, hey now. <laughs> All right. So, has your your stand up career like uh, changed since the podcast?
5: it's it's allowed me to uh, like experiment a little more whereas before i wanted to do little tiny theaters and alternative venues right. as opposed to you you're kind of at the mercy of getting into comedy clubs because you know there will be an audience there right. whereas now like i i'll try to go do like a little improv theater in several cities like and how big are i i like to perform right now for like 50 to 100 people and, and I, I don't bring out 100 people very often, so it just depends on... Like Austin, I could bring out 100 people. Right, because you mm-hmm. live there for... Yeah, I've kind movies. of some roots there. But other places like I, you know, I was in Eugene and 20 people came out.
3: Right. And, and but I thought there aren't, aren't good that many people that. in Eugene.
1: That's
5: it, true. It, yeah. In your defense. There are 20,
3: <laughs> there are 26 people in Eugene. <laughs> I've been to Eugene. That is a sleepy ass town. <laughs> yeah, it's very,
5: with like they smoke a lot of pot and kids have finals and things there. So like right. there're a lot of built-in excuses where like, ah, who's going to draw in Eugene?" Um, but it's helped that way and that like I can kind of get the word out and go
2: do these little these little mm. mini tours of my own. And Which, by the way, since you're on right now, you are going to be performing tonight in Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah, at the uh, Westside Theater.
3: Nice. That's uh, yeah. oh, a pretty cool, it's a space. great venue. Yeah, yeah. They, they do a lot of improv shows at that theater, don't
5: they? Yeah, they do kind of everything. I, I like those spots like that where there's just a kind of an artsy feel all together. There, you yeah. Know?
2: Throw it all at the wall.
5: Mm-hmm. And
1: if
2: you, um, if you want to hear, get all your dates. It's davidhuntsberger.com. Yep. Um, and we're hey. doing a, uh, a Professor Blastoff tour all the dates are for that are on there why
5: is there no LA date? there is there, there is? yeah it just got added we're doing Largo on May 19th great Oh venue. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. excellent Yeah. pretty excited for that you hitting um,
3: Cleveland at all in
1: any of your <laughs> any
5: I'm returns? gonna try to do Cleveland on my own they have a, a uh, kind of a happening
3: comedy scene there. God damn right, assholes. <laughs> Apparently, they, <laughs> how'd you feel Apparently about they, the. Apparently, uh, they got decir- funnier when <laughs> you left.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sorry. Uh, which, I'm not a comedian. Which decision? <laughs> I never said I was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, LeBron
5: leaving. People are, you know, I, I feel like that, you know, when someone's from a specific town, there are only
3: several built in questions. You it was had. brutal. I, I'll be honest with you. I listened to that. I was listening to ESPN radio driving around LA, and mm-hmm. I got a huge, I like pulled over and got a huge lump in my throat. <laughs> it was. It hurt a lot. Wow. There was always a sense that you know he's from there. Mm-hmm. He may be able to have that pride. We've ne- none of none of our teams have, have generated a championship since what was it, the World Series in the '40s? Maybe. Um, there was just even though the, all the writing was on the wall, there was just a sense that he might. He might. Yeah. He might. And then uh, it felt not only did it, as a, as a sports fan, as a fan of the city, did it hurt, but just the the public nature of just another piece of shit to be. <laughs> flung at Cleveland you know yeah. which has had such a bad rap it's had such a rough t- rough go of it since mm-hmm. really since the 60s and 70s when the bottom fell out of the industry there yeah. the steel industry it's, it it hurt a lot wow wow i i that's, you ask you some really people and, and they just go ah, yeah, it's just geez. a thing but the i mean i have there. no hatred for for him i i watch his highlights I, I do think he's the greatest player in the nba i think he's great for the nba yeah. um, i was psyched when the uh dallas uh mavaliers beat the heat in the finals you know <laughs> yeah, that was i was definitely cool. rooting for dallas but i'm over rooting against it's not it's, as a sports fan it's not fun to root against it's not as fun to root against right. as it is to root for
5: no but it's nice when you need know, the tie-in of the city and like this is something that we put ourselves behind like a sports because mm-hmm. a lot of people just go eh, it's sports it has nothing to do with the city but it I always feel... Like, Reno, we don't really... We have the University of Nevada there. Mm -hmm. So, like... Is there, like, a single-A team there or anything like that? Yeah. Every now and again, they'll bring in a baseball team. I think right now they have... I want to say it's the Rattlers, but I, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. Like right. They'll bring the Silver Sox. They'll bring in these teams for a little while. <laughs> and then they always leave. So like you can't ever really get too attached to them other Is than the like university. that
3: a pensioner's team, the Silver Sox? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're the silver
5: state Oh right, right, nestled right, right. right yes, up
3: to California. Exactly. You guys have gold. We have good silver. <laughs> Cleveland did the same thing to itself. If New York's the Big Apple, then Cleveland's a plum. Fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be fucking
2: no, that sucks <laughs> that's why are you
1: comparing terrible... to get your own
3: catchphrase Ohio Don't... is the
2: arsenic state <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah kind of proud of that one yeah. uh, so you have a new album coming out in two weeks yeah April 16th
3: it's two uh, weeks away stand up records and that's uh... Did you, do you do do you try to get like capture one show that was magical or do you compile uh, a bunch of different sets together where it was just really clicking and the audience was totally on board
5: that uh, both of those are, are good approaches, I think. I like it. Where, like the first CD I did, I feel like it was more of like an EP. I don't even know what that stands for. Extended just, play. Extended play. So why yeah. is extended play more of the the uh, the shorter version? Like when a band puts out a three song
3: LP is long play. Right. EP is extended from a single. Yeah. Oh, longer than a single but longer. not as long as a long play record okay that's is that right so, I kind of just made that absolutely. up your EP,
1: oh, yeah, your
0: EP needs that little plastic thing in the center to play the full no that's the single that's 45 that's 45 I'm kidding no one listening knows what a fucking record is did you see the the uh, Al Pacino uh, thing about uh, the guy with the hair who murdered Phil Spector, oh, Phil Spector. Yeah, there's a great scene where she goes up to a, a lawyer and it's like what is this and she has that little spindle and he goes something to do with music and then she <laughs> she puts it in a 45 and goes what's this he goes something to do with early computers it was fucking genius like, no uh, one knows like. who Phil Spector is no one knows so who that is. was
2: all based on Mamet's mind and not the actual testimony it was not it was inspired I would rather be
0: events. in Mammoth's mind than in an actual test. Did you like, you like it? Was I it good? loved it. I loved was it. it. Oh. Yeah, it was really good. Al Pacino did this thing which he hasn't done in years. Um, Act. Act? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: You are out of comedy jail, but it's still on right. probation. Thank <laughs> you. Step button ready. You're going right. back. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm seeing so, this thing on the screen here that says "miss the top of the hour." I
3: think, "fuck Cleveland." Yeah, no, yeah. "fuck you, Yako because I nailed the top of the hour. I <laughs> fucking
0: nailed it. Don't berate uh, the guests, the listeners. <laughs> right. I don't know much about podcasting, but saying "fuck you" to the listeners but, probably yes. not the best. By the way, to we don't have a Christian podcast. No, yeah. oh, you don't.
2: No, you do words. We, no, yeah. that's fun.
0: Blue so.
4: says, uh, "So the comedy scene's so good because in Cleveland." Uh, it means you need
5: fucking you fucking need a laugh.
3: Yeah, she nailed it on the head. That's exactly it. right. Aww. It's a tough
5: town, man. We there need is our something release to that where comedy needs to sort of thrive in places where there's, there's some angst. I mean, yeah. If you go yeah. to a resort town and it's just wealthy people relaxing, yeah. comedy just has a feel of like, this is just kind of even weird. more indulgence." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if people come out and they're like, "I want to I want to connect to something." There there is a feel there, you know. It's yeah. the same
3: reason why Cleveland is a live music capital and a huge sports town mm-hmm. it's a tough place to be so yeah you need you need that release yeah. <laughs> yeah. do you do pickwick and frolics when you're there or do you do the um no improv? i i did uh, the last time i was there i was just with uh doug
5: benson yeah. and we did oh, the improv oh, um never yeah. heard of him when, if i go back i'll um <laughs> i'll do one of the you know like the local comedians there will have you know
2: um a night where they do a little theater right you know like so i'll do something like that and how many c- cities are you doing on the the Professor Blastoff tour.
5: I think we have 14 or 15 shows. Are you guys going to
2: be nice. in a band, like, traveling across the country? It's or?
5: probably going to end up that way. We're really shooting to get an RV or even, like, a bus. but nice. uh, They're really hard to come by, especially kind of short notice. We're, like, a month out right now. And Doesn't Kevin have one just sitting in his garage somewhere? Yeah, I think you do. borrowing <laughs> from Kevin. Nice. Maybe um, we can rent it from him, yeah, because they're hard to come by. But that's ideally what we'd like to do is not be knee-to-knee
2: in some sort of a tour van. And is it going to be filmed, like the the documentary crew is?
5: Yeah, they're they're shooting that documentary about America's... uh, Oh, Reno has the Aces. The Aces. Okay, good to know. Thank you, Darren. You know what Reno doesn't have? Uh I found this out many years ago. No, this isn't a joke. (laughs) (laughs) I wish this was a joke.
4: I don't trust you anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Years ago, uh, some buddies and I... Because I'm from Sacramento, so we were out at the strip club... Two o'clock shutdown time. Mm-hmm. We weren't done. We we're like, fuck this. Yeah, you know, we we want more naked women. So we jump in the car and we decide to drive to Reno. We get to Reno, uh, and there was they, they were open. You had two the, hours in yeah, a car. Yeah, to go and see more <laughs> naked women.
0: You don't have the internet in uh, Sacramento. This no, this
4: was, pre, this was pre uh, pre pre uh, yeah, this ones was yeah and zeros. This was when that's it the was, worst
5: drive because just sobering up the whole way. The whole, and, exactly. Yeah. You guys didn't, didn't bring road there. pops.
4: Uh, I think we had a few We yeah, had some right. 40s But here's the thing we, When we got there We found the strip club That was open It's
2: The biggest little uh, city Is that the, what it's called? Yeah. yeah The biggest yeah.
4: little city uh, And the place was called The Pink Pussycat Do not go To the Pink Pussycat You're welcome <laughs> America hours. You're welcome America Oh my god it How was, was like the a, buffet? Was uh, it, it, was, it was amazing okay. uh, And that's all I did No there was like An 80 year old woman t- Disgustingly f- Flesh hanging off Of her Frame that came up, and she sounded like that commercial. Like, hey uh, My friend says, "Helen, you know the smoking." Yeah, commercial. Yeah. She comes up and she's—they've got these coins. She's like, "Here's a coin for a dance later, if you want. Oh, I can give it to you
5: now, sweetie." I'm like, uh, "I'd rather go outside and lick the pavement." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I was in horrible. high school, that's when me and my buddies could sneak into a place like that. We really felt cool, like we were really, like, yeah. Oh man, look where we got in. And real quickly, just look around and be like, this is such a bad
2: idea. Yeah. Just people <laughs> exactly. pass that on the bar. I don't think anybody leaves a strip club going, yeah, fucking nailed <laughs> it, man. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Just, you That's feel
3: exactly what I needed.
2: Even if you get, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, meet a hot stripper, you just go leave feeling a little dirty. Obvi- ugh, at least. A horrible stuff. Yeah.
3: Smelling I, a really bad it, perfume.
5: The first yeah. fake ID I made, I had, I'd, like, the summer before I was a senior in high school, I got to drink a bunch with adults. Like, I worked on this ranch where they would, like, just hand out beer. Hey, you want a beer? You work wow. today. And then so I decided, like, that's a good thing. I, I want to do more of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I didn't know yeah. how to come a- across it, so I, I made a fake this ID. This is the
3: start of something beautiful.
5: Yeah, yes. I was just hellbent. Like, this is a good thing. And so I went to Kinko's and just copied... An ID and then cut out parts of it and glued them on and scanned it again and then just laminated that with like packaging tape basically. It was yeah. such a terrible ID. I did the and same th- thing. The colors were not mixed together very well and, uh, I would take it to play I'd have it in one of those fold down things in a in a wallet like a like a private eye right yeah. I'd, like, fold that down and then if they ever asked to see it I'd be like I don't think so all, all indignant <laughs> how, how dare you,
1: how dare you, dare and, and you I'm of so Alonzo yeah. Mosley FBI it's like Go to this strip
0: club. I'm Alonzo Mosley
5: I think it was the Wild Orchid and it was new at that point I've t- I took it to this place called the Wild Orchid and my friend his older brother looked identical to him so he didn't have to really worry he was good so I go first I show the girl my ID and she looks at it and kind of giggles and then she closes it she closes agent Alonzo's wallet and hands it back (laughs) and I'm just like oh my god this might actually work and she goes that'll be five dollars and just all fumbly grab the five dollars out of my and hand it to her and I start walking in she checks my friends real quick. He starts walking in. And then as we're about to go through the curtain, she goes, by the way, that's the worst fake idea I've ever seen. <laughs> and then I'm in the room, all excited, and the waitress comes over, and I realize like I've never ordered a drink. And I want to sound like an adult. I don't want to blow yeah. my cover. She goes, what, what can I get you? And I just panic. I was like, I'll have a cosmopolitan
1: <laughs>
2: He goes, oh, oh, all no. right, one Cosmo's Nailed it.
5: The and then worst. my friend just goes, oh, I'll have a Budweiser. And I was immediately like, oh, of course. Why didn't I think of that? That's, Cosmo. That makes sense. And they're like, that'll be $12. dollars
4: i only order that if you're wearing an Ascot and smoking a long filter. That's I how sleep. I felt. So I'm we'll sitting have a Cosmo. there
5: in a strip club with this stupid martini glass drink, <laughs> oh. sipping it, and feeling grossed out, like immediately, like, oh, this is so sad. I want to leave right yeah. away but kind of couldn't like I had to sit there and, uh, and, and drink yeah, your cosmo yeah <laughs> and you get your
3: five dollars worth <laughs> yeah.
5: and then the bouncer came in and clearly the girl at the door had told him "Like, you got to see this kid's id so he <sighs> oh, comes geez. over and goes sir i need to see your identification and i'm like damn it the jig is up so i go, I, I already showed it to her and he goes yeah it's just our policy we check it twice and i'm like wow it was good while it lasted i show it to him and he just goes oh recently celebrated a birthday huh Enjoy your evening. <laughs>
3: As if sitting there in a strip club with a Cosmo wasn't enough of a fake yeah. ID. <laughs> yeah,
5: come on, man, I'm an adult. Got this
4: Cosmo going. I got a
2: Cosmo. I had in college. I had a fake ID that was printed on like a, a, a. My roommate had a laser printer, and so it was like a big deal. But it was on the old Macs, you know, those old like beige boxes. Yeah. And those were just had a really distinctive blocky look to it, you yeah. know, and we all had licenses from Oklahoma <laughs> that didn't look anything like an <laughs> Oklahoma license and of course I was probably the only Asian person from yeah, is Oklahoma has there ever yeah. been yeah. an Asian person never, in Oklahoma never never, yeah. never. <laughs> uh, so the uh, and then like every club I went do, like I would just think I was getting in you know pulling the wool over their eyes not realizing that just, there's a smirk on every bouncer's face of just like what the fuck do I care you know and I was just like yeah nailed it <laughs> Uh, so I just tweeted a photo of Bill looking hairy, her suit. Um, <laughs> so when you started working on Explosion Land, your new CD, mm-hmm. did you did you come from the point of like, I got to put out a new album, or I've got a bunch of new material, might as well put it on an album. Yeah, probably more the latter. Like we were talking about earlier, the, the,
5: the EP I did, that was just one cut, and I... I knew that wasn't really a great CD. I just wanted to have something to take with me out on the, the road when I was touring quite a bit. And then the next one, I had all this material for what is now Explosion Land for years, but it was in comedy clubs, it wasn't really going very well. A lot of it's kind of about like evolution and some your slower going jokes and heady uh, it's, yeah, stuff, it's, it's it's thoughtful you, stuff. If you're out on a bachelorette party, you're not psyched to hear these jokes. And so I, I just sort of bubbled off from that. All these. All these other jokes that were a little bit more palatable, and that became my last CD, um, which I, I just ran into the guy that does the the, the CD label. I guess and right. He was like, "Do you want? I'm in town. Do you want to record it?" So that I was like, "Yeah, okay." So we recorded that one. Whereas this one, I kind of had a specific like, I want it to go this way, and so we arranged to. Ideally, we would have done three or four shows. That's the best, you know. Like you were asking, like you can you can piece things together. You yeah. kind of you take just one show that becomes like the skeleton, and then if any part goes poorly, you know you have like a, a backup. You know you right. have like we can we can chip this in there. And so we we just did one show for this one. It's just one show recorded, which which is a lot of pressure, really. Yes, yeah, where did you record it? The Jungle Theater in Minneapolis. Why do people record in Minneapolis so much? I like to go to the cities where I check like. Like, Didn't Doug Benson do his last one there too? He usually does Sacramento. Oh, really? But yeah, I do. I check. uh, I mean, I just like cities where the literacy rate is high. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If if nothing else, that makes me feel good. But I don't think it has anything to do with uh, intelligence or what. But there's just like an artsy scene there. There, there are a lot of people are are active. They're, they're, they're out on the streets. They, they protest things they don't like them. Like just if a city. Has a pulse like that where like, hey, we give a shit and we we say and we want the city to be reflective of ourselves if that means if that's anything. I don't know. Minneapolis just seems like one of those cities. When you're there, there's a lot going on and kind of like Portland and San Francisco and Austin and any city like that where you feel like, oh, people here like being here and they like the city to represent them as opposed to just like ah we're fucking stuck here and it sucks. And and you might Catch a glimpse of Prince in assless pants. That's,
4: right. that's always a possibility yeah. in Minneapolis. Dare to Something dream. to look forward to. Yeah.
2: But also, it's a city where people believe in evolution. So the evolution jokes are going to play there, right? Yeah.
5: yeah. I mean, it's good to have a mix. You know, you almost want to – if you. It, and my jokes aren't that, like – confrontational or something polarizing yeah no they're they're pretty gentle so like but to a certain degree you don't want a bunch of people that are like yes we think exactly like you have you ever had
2: problems where people are like i don't like what you said about robots up there
5: oh absolutely yeah i mean (laughs) when i first started i would go through like shreveport louisiana and omaha and places like that a lot where and the only thing that made me want to keep doing what i was doing is inevitably there'd be a show where every person in there didn't care for what i was saying but one person would come over afterward and it always be someone that i thought like i could be friends with this person right <laughs> and they'd right. like just come over and say like, hey man let me buy a cd but i don't want any of my friends to see me doing it <laughs> 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 like, all right and there's like Jeez. thanks thanks for telling those jokes in this town where like typically people here want to just hear about having sex with fat girls or you know your yeah. typical kind of yeah like roll them up and uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, was dancing uh, illegal in this town? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of these Putloose? places it really, yeah, it really felt like you ain't from around here, are you, boy? It felt yeah. a lot oh, like God. that. So, I, yeah, I like Minneapolis where there's none of that, you know, like right, if yeah. you were a, if, if there was someone that was just a cross dresser in the crowd, you like if that happened in LA, no one would look twice. No. That doesn't mean that like we're more progressive or anything, it's just something you're just used to, like, yeah. different things. Yeah. Whereas, towns like that, like, everyone's kind of. You know, there there's a design there. There's a, there's a paradigm that they're used to. So the, anything outside of that is very like, hey,
2: hey. <laughs> and so my jokes uh, didn't always go great. Th- how does Doug Benson stuff go in places like that? Does just like it's weird because I and-
5: I started kind of going. We had the same agency, so we would we would travel together before we. He was really he was just kind of on best week ever. Then you know, right. and yeah. and he didn't oh, have yeah. the podcast and, and Super Jaime hadn't really come out, and so I I got to see this weird hey, there are more people this time than there were last time, yeah. over and over and over yeah. again. And that was cool to see because we would go do these cities where, like, I remember we doing Pittsburgh with him, and it, they booked us on a two-person show. And he was like, how do you feel about that? And I was like, I think we can do it. Yeah. But the thing that sucks about a two-person show is you get up as the host, and then you're just up there for, like, 30 minutes. So the yeah. crowd is like, why the hell is the host still up there? Yeah. Right. And then you bring up, or I would bring up Doug, and those shows were not going fun. The only show we sold out was a Saturday show at like six o'clock in the evening. And it was because a, a, a guy that was on a soap opera w- was from there and he was going to be in town and he just wanted to do five minutes in between me and nice. Doug. So all these women came out, they sold out <laughs> nice. the place nice. and they all brought signs and shit That's and they right. like glittered up these signs and they were all you know showing tons of cleavage. And that was the whole crowd. So Doug was just like, what the fuck is this I'm here I have to do this (laughs) (laughs) and yet they're all here to see this clown that's horrible at comedy that's gonna do five minutes between us and then so to see it go from that to like you know the super Jaime came out and then that really got a a, a push behind it and obviously like now he can he does a lot of shows at like 4 or 4.30 in the afternoon where it's just podcasts
2: 4.20
5: It should be 420. Yeah. I mean, he advertises them as that. I don't think one show's ever started at 420. Sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I, a, I actually saw shock. that
4: progression with him. I worked with him uh, and Arge Barker and uh, Tony Kameen when they were doing the marijuana Yeah, lives. yeah. And just even watching the progression from that mm-hmm. point, it's amazing. I mean, I, I'm really happy for Doug. He did play, he played the Lovitz uh, once, he brought it there once. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Needless to say, our GM at the time uh, pissed him off and tried, and basically charged him for his hamburger and beer. And I'm like, oh, man. dude, he's fucking the headliner. What are you doing?
0: Yeah. So, oh, my God.
4: Yeah, so he got pissed. I've never seen... Uh, Doug pissed,
1: and Doug was yeah. But
0: comedy club hamburgers are good. Yes, they're they being. are. They're worth. They're worth being it's, angry about. The,
5: the the things that can keep comedians happy, happy. and/or the are, are so minimal,
2: and that's I think the in biggest general, one. Like general courtesy to anybody, it's such a small cost mm-hmm. and such a big payoff, payback, pay off. Pay back, pay off whatever. Yeah,
5: yeah. I was doing a uh, a festival a while ago where like, you know, they have a bunch of different venues, and the first night of shows. The comedians are out, and uh, my buddy is. We're at this bar, and I go, Hey, can I, you know, maybe get a beer? And my friend, he's a Mormon, so he doesn't drink Aaron from the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, Can I just get a Coke? You go, Yeah, sure. The first one's free. And then they charged him for refills on Coke, which oh, is like, that oh, is, come on. That's the least Cheapest amount of Coke. It's so cheap. Like, <sighs> they don't do that at arcades. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Or at a Roller in and Out. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's oh, man. shocking. Yeah, it was just one of those, like, man, it, it doesn't take a lot to make comedians feel like, wow, look how good they are to us. Free French fries. You, you know, you don't need a lot. To, right. To, to make
2: them happy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, he's been doing it for a long time. Um, yeah, he has. And And <laughs> it's, it's good. I, it's a testament to like... Pers- Perseverance and uh, yeah, and he absolutely. seems like a really good guy and like yeah that's and just ab- being really funny he just stays funny all the time yeah. he's just
5: all you can watch him over and over and over and it's always somewhat new even if you're seeing the same exact jokes he throws different twists on yeah, them and yeah. tells them differently and it's really funny and 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 really enjoyable look like, I think especially with the podcast the crowd just kind of settles in and feels
2: like this guy's our friend yeah you know and it's true <laughs> like he he treats him that way um I thought we might get into Two bits. Why don't we start with? Uh... That's the best way to get into a bit. Yeah, yeah. So guys, what is, I'd love to do here is, is called, start a bit. This is called a segue. <laughs> segue.
0: All right. Uh, uh, wait, is this go, the so bit wait. or is this getting us into the bit? Uh, it's just a mail sack.
3: All right.
4: Oh. That sounds.
3: That's good not to me. a bit. That's a tradition. All right. <laughs> here it
0: is. We're gonna dip into the mail sack. Mail sack. Mail sack. Get off of the the sack. <laughs> mail sack. Mail sack. Get off of the the mail sack. Mail sack. Mail sack.
2: Yeah, that was great.
0: That was great. Does he say mayo sack or mail sack? Well, the, the first one. It sounds the, mayo. The, it's in the ear of the beholder. Okay, yeah, I hear whatever, mayo every time. Then it is mayo. And a sack of mayo is just awesome. <laughs> whatever, Wherever <laughs> I can get a sack of it.
5: I ate an entire jar of mayonnaise in three minutes once. And I was not dared to do it, or it was kind of part of a bet. It was just me running my mouth the night before. I could do that and people would be like you're so stupid and like I a, showed up. like
0: a big jar like a normal
5: luckily it was only it was uh, 20 ounces
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, luckily, luckily it was a packet
5: well yeah. I was when I showed up I thought it was gonna be the big one Costco like, and that's
2: yeah that's tub. what I
5: had been saying I could do <laughs> and in hindsight I don't think I could and no. how did it go great i just plowed through it i uh the really? thing this is disgusting but mayonnaise is not a sa- the same consistency all the way through i mean you typically just get a little bit and put it on so you don't get to notice that there are varying layers, layers of uh, lipids uh, i think and ooh. all these it's so it's an gross. emulsified
2: lipid yeah yeah mm-hmm. so
5: oh, some of it's hardened a little more than other parts and, and that gets to you when you're scooping giant i love it how out. in the three minutes
2: you had the the you could appreciate the nuances of the jar <laughs>
5: Well, we a friend of mine was doing open mic, and I would asked him, like, hey, man, or another guy was attempting to do it as well. I'm like, can we just come up during your set? We won't say a word. What, you did this on stage? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we each had a jar of mayonnaise, and we went up and, like, opened them, cheers the jars, and then he was, you know, gagging from start to finish. He didn't get very <laughs> far through his, whereas I just ladled it over and over into my now, mouth.
4: I have to ask, did either one of you ever try this at the Ontario Improv years ago? Because we had a guy for an open mic come. First, he he wheeled a washing machine up to the front door. Mm -hmm. A clothes washing machine on a dolly. (laughs) We're like, what the the fuck are you doing? Oh, this is part of my act. No, it's not. Take that back (laughs) to your fucking truck, you retard. So he goes and he puts his, and I mean retard in the best possible way. Uh, He takes his washing machine back to his truck. Well, you He's know, a
0: mentally retarded adult.
4: Yeah, mentally retarded. Uh, and then he comes back with a Costco size, the one you're talking about, the big one, uh, jar of mayonnaise, and goes on stage, and that's all he did for his bit until I lit him and, and <laughs> played him off with fucking Gallop and Gertie. <laughs> ding, da, ding,
0: da, ding, ding, like, like this guy's fuck style. Up stage. And that guy became Dane Cook. And that was Dane Cook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that was Louis guy. CK, but he didn't. He didn't plow through it. He
4: halfway through it, he was like, uh, "That's when I fucking." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> right. Right. Oh.
2: How but, did
5: it? How did it? You feel afterwards? Oddly normal. I mean, you could hear the spoon clanging against the sides. Like, I had really <laughs> cleaned out that jar, and then I got up, and I walked off stage, and everyone was just looking at me as if I were about to explode. Right. They thought in any moment, I would just burst into flames or something. Yeah. Just, just these faces, like, what
3: just happened? <laughs> like when Sherman Hemsley ate the spoiled food in court uh, in uh, Amen to prove that the oh, food yeah. wasn't spoiled. And he knew he could time it where he could get out of court in time to throw up, so yeah. no one would know.
5: I think that's how I felt because I was it hit me it occurred to my like that recessed part of my brain more than it did just the common sense part of me that was like oh I just have poison in me right now I have so much saturated fat that I'm going my heart is going to explode I have to eat <laughs> 10 sandwiches to balance all this out yeah. right? so, so I went home and just like sandwiches. tried to make myself throw up uh, which I couldn't really do. And then and then I finally did later
2: and so Oh you did uh, you threw it up. You threw yeah. it up. I,
5: I couldn't do it initially and because I wouldn't want that going through me, frankly. No, I no. I had to get it out so I was like gagging myself finally it started coming out so the the street outside my house just had these white splotches every 10 oh, feet oh <laughs> so disgusting David Huntsberger, whore for comedy <laughs> it, it came out almost the same as it went in this is the worst so the next morning
2: <laughs> oh, I'm,
1: so, I'm so glad oh. I brought this up uh,
5: this is the mail sack continue <laughs> so the next morning I get up and my friends and I had a sketch show and the way we would go promote it is we had a, a friend who did open mic at the university and he this would let us Austin? This is in Austin, yeah. He would let us go into his classrooms and do these bits. So we would do these things where we pretended to be students and then we'd freak out, or we had all these you know scenarios that we'd play where like kids were just freaked out. So we were gonna do one of those, but I was I was just death on a stick. I couldn't move. <laughs> and I was making myself throw up. I thought I'd gotten it all out the night before, and I hadn't. And it was hot, you know, it was Texas, and I. I, oh, when that, I was throwing up queasy. in the morning, this is so disgusting. Oh, yeah. This is a terrible thing to talk about in the morning. If you're driving, you may want to pull over. I lipids, if if you will, fat sure. mm-hmm. like the top of paint. If you don't mix it, Separates. it Just it gets yeah, it gets that gross kind of
1: film that, that, that
5: layer. Yeah, that film. Mm. And when that hits the sun, it just curls up. It dry, it's so, that was coming out of my body. <laughs> so I'm like vomiting and seeing that with like. i can't describe what that does when there's nothing else to throw up but you see like oh god i gotta throw up and then nothing else so that if if i can convince anyone to not eat mayonnaise i would love to do that and if you want to hear
2: david talk about shitting on the beach that's episode 43 of uh professor blastoff it's a classic yeah that's in the twins episode oh there you go look it up uh
0: good story (laughs)
2: Glad I asked. The beach one, <laughs> yes, the sorry. beach one is good oh, too. Oh, right? is okay. uh, So this one comes from Chris Brown. We're just going to plow through these very quickly because we don't want to, uh, you know, we want to keep the focus on our guest. But uh, this is from Chris Brown in Saskatchewan. Uh, he has a, some stimulating hypotheticals. Would Marty prefer a supporting role in a big role in a big studio movie or be a regular cast member on a premium cable TV show? Cast member—that's more money, more time, more money. Uh, Marty always thinking with wallet. And what about the craft, yeah. sir? Oh, well, also, you get to spend more time with the character. Oh, shut time. up. You already <laughs> all money. true self. <laughs> uh, would Kruger prefer to have a modest hit with his new show or work with Amy Heckerling on a movie? I think Ooh. Amy Heckerling would like to work with Amy Heckerling on a movie.
0: <laughs> Amy Heckerling's alive? Oh, come on. You uh, talk about her all the time. I do. I love her. No, I obviously, my own show. I don't want to hang out with Amy Heckerling. What's right. your new show? <laughs> uh, I can't talk.
2: Oh, wait, it was it. on. It was in the trees. yeah it was
0: I was in the uh, the deadlined Hollywood I've, I've, it's a it's a drama about a guy that robs banks nice oh you were he's, talking he's a, about the uh, he's a wall street exec who was a whistleblower I'm doing a wonderful pitch because totally can't pitch TV shows obviously
2: all right I guess you're gonna end up working with Amy Heckerling Amy Heckerling <laughs> wait for me
0: well why would I why couldn't she could direct a show sure. of the show so why all right all right both win-win fuck you uh Get no, not you guys
2: just in general just, just fuck, fuck you. you fuck cleveland oh i mean,
0: fuck cleveland Sorry. Uh, I think the, the phrase that pays
2: would dj james prefer to get jay-z on the breaks or have a modest hit single that was his own or he produced uh
4: honestly produced at this point uh i'm looking for those residuals baby i'm, I'm See, looking to get all... uh, that check on the back end so I'm
2: noticing a running theme in here guys <laughs> yeah uh would Bill prefer to go. have uh, to star in a new uh, noir set in classic LA, or play play bass in a platinum selling band?
3: Ooh, oh, that's a legitimate uh, yeah conundrum. And, uh, uh, I think my cousin Jose's outside. I'm gonna close that window. <laughs> uh, God, I don't even know how to answer that. So racist. Um, maybe, maybe the fuck. Rock and roll is cool. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Are the you LA, a bass player? I am indeed. I'm gonna say the the show because in order to be a platinum selling band, you pretty much have to suck. So I'd rather be in a cool noir TV show than a shitty popular band. Okay, the
0: question should have been do you wanna be on your own show or do you wanna be a nickelback? Right, exactly. <laughs> you're like, fuck, Nickelback yeah. makes But that a implies lot of money, that
5: Nickelback's but... the only platinum-selling band. They are.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are. Pretty we, much. We already went through the <laughs> they, music, they say, of the music industry today. What about,
5: like, uh, the Black Keys? They have respect.
0: No bass
3: player. <laughs> from, uh, the Boom.
5: Boom. Problem solved.
3: <laughs> 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 Yet. Yeah. There it is. They don't need a bass player. Um, <laughs> they got some fat bass grooves on their records, though.
2: <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, okay, this next one comes from J.G. Bierman at... Um, Jared, I guess, and he said, uh, "What is the largest purchase you have made that you later went on to regret?" Uh, fuck Cleveland, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my my second mail order wife. Yeah, <laughs> bitch. Uh, go on. Is, we, we'll get you in on this, David. Oh,
5: um, purchase about a year ago. I. Uh, Put a down, like a deposit down on this horrible guest house. And so I spent like $1,100. And immediately it oh. was just like, the, I, there's no way I can live there. So I had that like regret you get when oh, I Oh, you lost to- all the 1100 I moved into a different place where I, I essentially felt like I just carried that money over into a better place. And what's the address? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've ever owned anything though, where I was just like, this fucking eyesore. I can't sell it. I can't get Uh, rid of it. (laughs) Second wife. Because, I I don't know. I feel like if you get something... It's very hard to get something you can't turn around and sell for at least a percentage of what you paid for it. Right,
3: right. Um, Yeah, and I just don't like too much stuff these days. Yeah, I bought a bunch of musical equipment uh, that was very tailored to a band I was in at the time that subsequently broke up. But I don't know if you guys know a groove box. It's kind of a... It's a fucked up synthesizer. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of old school, but... Mm -hmm. um, uh, we had used it a lot on a record that we Was were about to put out yeah, yeah. Um, we had used it a ton on a record that we were about to put out and then the band broke up and I had just bought this groove box and I think I maybe have plugged it in once <laughs> really do you still yeah. have it yeah I got the whole I mean, the, bu- the original box the but whole thing you we're sell. gonna talk about it offline uh, right, sold sure. but, uh, I might wanna buy that and it also reminds me of that shitty time in my life with that awful band Yeah. <laughs>
4: wasn't that the it's, name it's, of the band
3: Haunted Box yeah
2: <laughs> Candle Box mm.
0: uh, uh I bought the Wii because the girlfriend say, "Oh, let we're gonna exercise with but it." And we're didn't gonna do Lance this.
2: Mountain, you, She used it for a night, didn't she?
0: Once. Yeah. And then she bought the one where you you dance to fucking Katy Perry songs. It was used once. So I have a three hundred dollar white oh, box. now, now it's only my, like one hundred and nineteen. But no, I paid full price plus the I paid for the game. So it just I have to. But du- you made Lance I, But Mountain I now have to pay a woman to dust. You know, it's like it's there's <laughs> it, more shit in my house that collects dust. I just don't want it. Right. Oh, and I also bought a boat. <laughs> a
1: fucking well, money well, pit. What'd you call so, it? I the
0: Stuguts. I don't know. What, yeah. what, is, what is Tony Soprano's boat called? Stugats. I don't know. Give us a little Tony Soprano. No, these mics smell really bad. I can yeah. <laughs> I don't do Tony, Tony Soprano. I just do his his uh, his deviated septum.
5: Guys, I'd like to go into a bit here,
1: and that, <laughs> is, <Dude. laughs>
5: and that is, I want to hear a Tony Soprano impression. I'm well, just I, just, you I don't did, have to breathe in the mic. Right? There
0: it is. <laughs> Brilliant. That, that's it. There's, well, <laughs> it was, there's a guy in Manhattan. There's a guy in Brooklyn who, for like five years, you're like I hey, work on the Sopranos. What do you do? He's like a fucking ADR Foley guy that goes in at the end and just sweetens the. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Suck then, at back Caliendo. it, Caliendo. Back,
0: no, back it up a little bit. Don't be so angry. You're worried about Camella and AJ's. He's fucking up, but you you have control. Okay, and go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> I do that bit at great
0: peril because these mics stink. Like I am, I, am,
1: I am inhaling a lot of bad yeah, breath. do want to know what I do But it
5: had to be done for the art.
0: Yes, yes thank you. Bit yeah, for the guests. Bit yeah. over. Um, and James. James,
4: I once purchased I, also a video game uh, story. I purchased the PS2. I, I finally came around and like I had a PS1 forever. So I finally purchased a PS2 and I was like, "Yes." And then they came out with PS3 and it was like like I was people Instantly looked at me like, useless. "What the fuck did you buy that for?" And <laughs> I'm like, what? it's a PS2." <laughs> yeah, we're on 3 now. Fuck that thing, you know. So I guess that was the only thing. Well, recently though I purchased a uh, a DVD player. Um I'm sorry, VHS what? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, but you know the the one of the ones that plugs into the uh, internet and you can pull up Netflix all right, right, and all, all right. that. What I didn't realize is... A computer? Is, uh, a com- <laughs> it's one of them <laughs> fancy computer like boxes. there's a computer there. Uh, and I didn't realize there's no analog outputs whatsoever. Oh, so, so you need
2: to get a new TV. So I got to get a new TV, oh, a
4: new fucking oh,
2: amplifier. It's and going you better know, your life. Surround. It's going to change everything. Yeah,
4: that's great. So if anyone wants to buy a, 19 fucking, a 19th century <laughs> stereo <laughs> sure. system and TV... Um, yeah, but that, I guess that that would be my last regret, was yeah. not paying attention to the fact that... And what this, about you, Marty?
2: I bought a PSP, like the little oh, PlayStation nice. Portable, and it's like, you know, nobody plays those little games. Yeah. And I got it the first day it came out, and I was like, I'm on the cutting edge, and it just sat there. <laughs> I realized yeah. I don't really
4: play video games. I think that happens to every person that buys an iPhone, right? Like the day after you, buy, you get the new iPhone, they come out with fucking, hey, this one has fucking cream filling. Like, why,
2: right. <laughs> why do yeah. I want cream
4: filling? But it's I don't delicious. have it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of the technology that you buy in a phone, you use like 2% of it. You know? And yeah. it's like porn and messaging. And yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, okay. And then here we have our last one from Darren Husted uh, Dear Fab4 Plus guest to get a little philosophical if everybody this is a good one for you if everyone understood the scientific method and double blind tests would all religions gradually recede or are we all just irrational individuals who have to force ourselves to forget fanciful notions like gods and monsters discuss and oh by the way uh, he says uh, fuck Cleveland no he says P.S. fuck Rush no wait Cleveland (laughs) (laughs) nice nice I
5: uh, anytime you bring up, uh, hey, this this is something where there's no logical explanation. Uh, th- things like this, perhaps lead me to believe maybe there is a god. If you say something like that, people get so upset. Like, no, that's a logical fallacy. You can't say because I don't know, then therefore there is a god. I understand that, right? But there are certain things with uh, whether it's like the the golden ratio or or. or uh,
3: I love the golden mean. I <laughs> love that it, concept
5: it's, it's, I feel like things like that may, make it seem like you're looking into maybe the coding that, that wrote this out if this is a thing or, or the fact that we don't really know what gravity is We don't really, no one has a a firm grasp on like, here's how it works. Here's how, you know, people have come close, Einstein and and, and subsequent people since, and Stephen Hawking saying like, this is what, but the theories change all the time. But religions don't, though. Religions don't adapt. I think if we had started at the scientific method, there would, a logical thing would be, a a logical fallacy would be to, to jump to like, maybe there's something above this. Because we don't have an exact answer.
3: I also think yeah. even if you have all the answers, the what faith in general provides, even if it's it doesn't have to be faith in a religion, it can be faith in your family, faith in in in, in your in yourself, in <laughs> your career. Uh, it just provides a level of comfort that facts and numbers and explanations. Well, for certain. Minds that is comforting, an explanation is comforting, but mm-hmm. but for a lot of us and and i 'm not a religious person, but uh, when I have had faith in things and faith in things outside of myself've i 've been greatly comforted and guided by that, even yeah. if that faith is in
5: there was an explosion and this universe formed and billions of years ago the planet started spinning around and then some dinosaurs happened. And isn't and it's that just, cool? Yeah, you and know, it's like, just a dirt nap. It's just, there is <laughs> right. nothing above it. Yeah. You have to have faith that that is what you believe and then you go, ah, there's no guy watching over me. There's no right. place I'm going to go. <laughs> and afterwards. there's a certain
2: comfort that you get from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And just like you get comfort and faith. And to answer... Darren's question, I think that we are irrational individuals because we want answers. We want to know what's inside the mystery box. We mm-hmm. want to know why this sun is, you know, rising in the east and setting in the west. And yeah. so, if somebody says, this is it, we're like, oh, thank God. Thank God you came <laughs> around to tell me that there's a chariot pulling a big fireball across the sky. So, yes, we are irrational. If I were creating
5: a world for, uh, say, I made a terrible purchase but maybe it was a purchase I liked and I had some beings and I just wanted to have them and just let them exist. I would try to create a world for them that was just devoid of questions. Like, Hey, you're not going to touch the end of this box that you live in. You're not going to see the top of it. You're going to feel like it's just endless that's just so you can just run around and play in there. Just have yeah. a good time. Right, right. Thinking show. that I had alleviated all of the problems that they would come up with. And still, because of that, they would still find time to go, where's the top of this box? And who yeah. created this right. box? And That's, why am I in this box? Right. So you right, can't right. win, even if you did create something. But like, you'd like to feel that, you, you know, ah, this is a great playground. Just go have fun. But that, you, there's too much time to think about all that stuff.
2: What's crazy to me is that in the in the face of things that have been shown to be True, like, like the Earth is long, you know, older than six thousand years. Like, <laughs> debatable. That people are debating it with, like, <laughs> but it says here in this book, you know, and it's like, well, that doesn't, yeah. s- And and that I don't understand. That you have to love
1: that
5: commitment to, like, have you ever seen carbon dating? Have you ever seen these bones from the cave people? Have you ever seen <laughs> a right, dinosaur? Right. I rest my case.
2: Q E D, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh Lou said that she regretted purchasing a car. She needs a new one. Uh and she wants an Aston Martin DB nine. I say go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Ten percent down. Just finance the rest. <laughs> Welcome to America. Yep. Have, fun, have fun in
3: the shoebox we're all stuck in. Um <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can do we have that softball's theme really?
4: I certainly do. Softball. You ready for? Is it time? We haven't heard of that in a From long time. From Maine to
3: San Diego. That's a one? No, That's no, my this favorite one. One. so good. Can Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw? <laughs> <laughs> we
5: Boggs in his runnings with the law, we're talking homers. Somebody's excited about baseball, All right? Who's your team? Oh, I don't really care about baseball. No. I just like that Simpsons episode. <laughs> there you go. All right,
4: here it is. This this is from Nooner Days. Yeah. Nice shit. All right,
1: here it is. For those of you who
2: didn't listen to the Nooner Days, this is when uh, I would ask a guest 3 softball questions and these are just As soft as they come, there's no wrong answer. What's this called now? Softballs. No, 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 the, this isn't called The Nooner anymore? No, no, you're on The S morning Show.
5: S morning. I'm at yeah. the wrong podcast. But, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but your, your Twitter <laughs> thing still says Nooner yeah. Dan Martin. I know,
2: we just...
5: I'm to call my publicist.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's it, Johnny uh, Rod? Okay. This
5: interview's over. <laughs> Fuck
2: off.
5: <laughs> Does Dan still come back?
2: Yeah, yeah, he's just been working in New York. Oh, okay. Uh, he's been working on The Carrie Diaries. So, so you guys are a 5 someone when he's here? Uh, we have been, yeah, Yeah, we a did a couple like that. Yeah, It's great. We'll do it. We're we're fast and loose here. Nice, Uh, but we're here every Tuesday, nine to eleven.
4: Yes, Pacific Day. I like it. Pacific Standard Time.
2: So first one, what are you having
3: for dinner tonight? (sighs) Wow, that is a spot. That's (laughs) That's
2: softball.
5: (laughs) Um, You know, I I don't know. My girlfriend gets off work and asks that question all the time, and we never have a set. Do you have something
2: like pre-show, like like uh, you know, I want to I want to keep my. You know, no mayo. I want to keep light on my feet when <laughs> I get in front of that mic. <laughs> I uh, my <laughs> menu is so limited
5: that I, it gets to be you know around the time you would eat at night, and then I go, well, I had burritos the last few nights. Feel like I probably don't want another burrito, tacos. And then, yeah, and then I'll just go from there to ev- inevitably find something.
2: So I I have no idea what I'll be eating. Uh, any you guys? Dinners,
0: dinner plans. Oh, I thought you just asked the guests. No, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a conversation starter. <laughs> I don't want to shit on the bit. It's
2: a conversation <laughs> starter. Sushi. Really?
0: Where are you yeah. gonna go? No sushi on Beverly. Nice. Everyone join me. Alright. It's great. Alright. Good stuff. Cheap.
2: So every what time are you gonna be there?
0: Uh seven thirty.
2: Listeners, we'll see you all there at seven on Beverly sushi. in yes. Koreatown. Uh, yeah,
0: it's a it's a cheap place, right? They they serve. That's where them. I used to go on my dates back in the dating days. It's cause... Korean sushi. No, it's it's sushi. There's no Korean sushi. It's incredible. It's All, right. <laughs> All
2: right, this one's been asked before, but I'm going to ask it anyhow. Um, I'm
3: having steak tonight, if anyone cares. Oh, good. Yeah. So you're not joining. Uh, for what cut? What's
5: that? Well, I, I thought everyone was invited to go have sushi together, but you, no, I, I go. Alone. I,
4: I'm I go invited, alone. but I'm not going. I go alone. <laughs> uh, ch- I want chicken cordon bleu
0: tonight. I think we're going to make that tonight. Oh, nice! I like that. I love chicken cordon. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you, uh, Pink, pinky in the air. Yeah. Chicken cordon. Bleu- <laughs> what am i saying? I mean, it's a stove if you're going to heat up. But. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: Do
5: <So> you guys <laughs> actually right? like slice it open and put the stuff and put in the? It? Yeah. Wow,
0: yeah. really cool. A bit you
2: of you the can... chef going over, yeah, there. Right? they don't fuck around here. You
4: should, should go with him to the
5: movies.
2: <laughs> we'll, the guy talk about, we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> Second softball. Who was your first kiss Kiss with?
5: A girl named Courtney, who I grew up with. How old were you?
3: That's such a cute name.
5: Yeah. Um, we were very young, probably eight or nine. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And just did some smooching out in the bushes. Really? Mm-hmm. At school? No, it was like at a baseball
2: game, like a Little League game. No wonder why you hate baseball. It's like, fuck <laughs> this, I'm going to go get some tails. It'll some never stuff. get better than that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love baseball because I get to make out with Garday. I'm always smooching dames
5: out
2: there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and was it, were you like the the pursuer? Were you like,
5: Gorday. I think I presented it as like, listen, here's a great idea. And she was like, all right, I could I could get into that. I was like what do I have to do to convince you to do this? And she was like, go gather me up some flowers.
1: Really? Yeah.
3: Traditionalist.
1: Yeah.
5: So I raced around the desert and oddly found so many different colors of flowers that I, I I presented them to her like, bet you didn't think this desert had this many (laughs) flowers. And she was like, sir, you have bested me. I will kiss you. Oh, she Is that called you th- sir? No, nah, probably not. And then, she, we were <laughs> such good friends, though. It was really weird. Like I had known you know, we we were babysat together. We spent all our days together, and then it, that doesn't happen as adults to just transfer it to like, hey, I know we're friends,
2: but what if? But nah. twenty two years later, you guys are still together. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> I love that. It's a beautiful story. Yeah. Steve, can you remember back that far? Bill, Bill, you must have got gotten-
3: first kiss was at age sixteen. Uh, yeah uh, And I fell madly In love with her And then uh, We were separated Because I was at a I, was, I did a semester Of high school In Vermont On a On a small organic farm Wow And uh, then at the end Of the semester We went You know She was east coast I was A lot of black people there One Really We had the one Wow <laughs> That was the quota Yeah uh,
2: Oh he wasn't a student though. <laughs> no It was a she Oh
3: she, she We not. doubled it up Wow woman. Is this who you Fell one in love with Yeah not too uh, I know
2: Like Yeah 299 white guys and one black woman. (laughs) There were only like
3: 40 of us. That's a pretty cool high school experience. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. And then to combine that kind of crazy, unique setting with uh, falling in love for the first time and kissing for the first time, it took me ages to recover. Really? Yeah, once it felt like it was just like my heart was ripped out when the semester was over because it was that idyllic setting, all those people that I don't see anymore. And then plus, I, I had like genuinely fallen in love and it was just it was just as one wrenching. can as a 16 year old but man i was that, a very mature 16 year old marty i don't mm-hmm. know if you know and about. those visuals
5: <laughs> and you know smell being attached to memory mm. like being in vermont I man you're never gonna get
3: over that it took I, honestly it took she she uh, was in exeter in high school phillips exeter academy and i actually went as far as applying to exeter <laughs> <laughs> to wow. to i don't know why i just admitted that to to you know, spend my senior year at Exeter to be with... I mean, my best friend was also at Exeter, so I was using it as an excuse. Right, right. Um, but yeah, no, it took it took a really long... And then I saw her, she came to Cleveland to look at Oberlin when she was looking at colleges, and it was like, I fell for her all over again. That's wow, tough. That's wow. torturous. Jeez, Bill
0: is a tough. romantic, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: I had the uh, the opposite... What's crazy is it was the opposite uh, end of the spectrum from, from Bill's. Um, in our neighborhood, Valley High in South Sacramento, it was it's very and it was very um integrated i mean there was kind of, not like i grew up in the 60s but i mean right it was there was many ethnic uh, ethnicities in our neighborhood and my first kiss was with a uh, young lady by the name of candace cobb african-american girl uh, she was my first kind of serious girlfriend in, in junior high i guess it was, yeah so like 13 13 14 ish mm-hmm. um but it was really it's st- even even Though we were so uh, ethnically diverse in our neighborhood, it was still kind of looked at like, "Whoa, what's this Mexican kid and this black girl doing together?" But wow. yeah, West Side Story, yeah, yeah, was boy like ch- that.
2: Kill your brother, forget <laughs> that boy, and find another <laughs> boy. Boy, crazy boy. <laughs> Steve,
0: uh, Lance Mountain. I think I was no. I was in sixth grade, and I went to a, a Boy Scout camp. Uh-oh. over the summer. And, oh, wow. Uh, I didn't know a, they allowed that in Boy Scouts. They did. It was like a sleepover camp, and I was, I was very homesick, and uh, this counselor uh, repeatedly molested me, and then he ah, would I make see. out with me every now and then. So that, was, <laughs> right. that was my first kiss. But you were initially
2: like, no kissing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know,
0: he dropped a digit on me, and we, yeah. you know, we we did some sword play, but then by the end of the week, he's like... He earned your trust. He earned my yeah. trust, and I made out with him. So right. You
5: seem very
0: uh, well-adjusted, to it and from it there is a chick being starved at a well in my yard <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. where is Lance Mountain yeah. been? I haven't seen her in a long time yeah. keep rubbing the salt on your arms because I'm going to eat them <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. you> <laughs> I, I honestly the don't remember my first kiss because I've, uh, I've done a tremendous amount of drugs in my life and I've erased that part Wow. I probably remember kissing my mommy, as a, like as a little kid. So
2: I remember my first full makeout session was like uh, I didn't. I was pretty straight, ed, straight edge all through high school, and then when I graduated, the day I graduated, I just went nuts, and that's why everyone should train <laughs> your kids to l- learn how to handle their. Liquor. So you were straight edge, thinking like I'm choosing to do this, and right. it's the right move, right? Until someone was like, "Let's see if we can get Marty drunk. This is awesome! <laughs> oh my God! I want to fuck you <laughs>
0: and, and, <fire." laughs> and so I, was I would. At, Pay a billion dollars to travel back in time oh to be God. there for that. So, so love to see that. <laughs> or Ghazani
2: had a party at his house. His Ooh. parents were gone. Uh, this friend of mine, uh, Or Ghazami? Or Ghazani. He, he's Israeli, and uh, his uh, David Gibson was also a friend of mine. His sister Katie had a friend Andrea, and I just like got drunk off Bacardi. I think it was like the only time I've <laughs> ever gotten drunk off Bacardi. I just dragged her in a room and we were making out. And then I, like it was a dark room, super fun, walked out and then just was like, what's that smell? And I realized the room was closed off because they put the cat in there. And I was standing directly in the kitty litter box and was just tracking cat shit through the house.
1: And that
2: was the last time I... Kissed to uh, Katie Gibson's best friend. <laughs> uh, all right. We are going over. Is that okay? Can we go over a couple sure, minutes? Yeah, all right. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Call the affiliates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, night, let Nightline know we're going to go long tonight. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, what is your ideal pet? I have a yellow lab.
2: Nice. It's okay. Great.
5: I, is it ideal, though? I had a dream once uh, that I. There was this little creature driving a car, and it was like probably 18 inches tall and it had a little snout like an alligator but it was it was jet black and with fur yeah it had little like otter like fur very fine fur Uh, going over it and then i i got a chance to be closer to it and someone owned it and i was like wow i saw one of these driving a car earlier and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's what they do." No for that. <laughs> and I was like, "Really? Why does no one talk about this?" Like, I don't know. You seem it's pretty sh- blown away. It's a show like, for yeah. platypus, you know. And it was called an
2: ilac. And I—well, uh, you remember the name of it? Yeah,
5: I looked it up on a computer, and I was like, "Wow, it's yeah." It says here it drives cars. Oh, and I had asked if I could pet it, and when I reached out to pet it, the little thing like kind of snarled up its lips so I could touch its teeth, and I was like, "Oh, that's so polite." And I look on the website, and it was like, it can drive a car, it's very polite cost, cost $1,250.
2: <laughs> so if you had 1250 to spare, if you hadn't put the deposit down on that guest house, you would <laughs> yeah. have an ILAC right Bringing now. Bringing it full
5: circle. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I woke up from
5: that dream so disappointed that we live in a world without ILAC. It's like,
2: ah, I gotta drive myself? This is <laughs> yeah. bullshit.
5: So I guess ideal would be an ILAC,
2: but I like my lab a lot. He's a good dude. What, how old? He's going to be 13 in like oh, a wow. week. My my fourteen year old lab just got really sick, sick last week. She's better now, but oh, mm-hmm. it's just you know it's that age where like labs start to. Oh yeah, slow he's down. been on death watch for about ten months. It's, it's the dark. worst. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's not fun to watch. She pees
5: everywhere. But anyhow, that's that's my <laughs> ideal
1: <know>. pet. <laughs>
2: uh, Steve, you have the ideal pet.
0: I do. Oh, my idiot dog. No, she's not <laughs> ideal. What are you talking she's about? She does everything you say. No, no, she's a she's a pain in the ass. I, I had a snake when I was a kid because I was, you know, that asshole. You know, like, <laughs> look, I have a snake. <laughs> right. and doing I, drugs, I, owning snakes, right. baby. Did, <laughs> like, uh, did you have like broadswords? Guitar, broadswords on your wall. In you want to listen to the new Manowar album and look at my snake? It was a lot of like. <laughs> 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 if anyone gets Manowar, I'll be very. Brass. I did. Oh, look at you! Yeah, you know, you know, uh, dudes are D and D metal from the eighties. Good for you. <laughs> Nothing uh, but to it, brag about. Just watching a snake eat a mouse was like, as a twelve year old, and obviously a sociopath. As I, (laughs) this is post being raped by my uh, Boy Scout counselor. counselor. Right, it (laughs) was just awesome. This is
3: your response to it.
2: But it was you put a little. You named
0: all the mice counselor
3: Jensen. This was (laughs) yeah. You
2: put a little, a little like cravat on it. You know, Boy Scout cravat.
0: (laughs) Get him, get him. This tank was. The tank was the internet for me. It was like, oh, this, the the show's on again, and I, and I just put the mouse in, <laughs> awesome. and it would run around, and then just shit everywhere, and it couldn't understand. Like, there's this invisible force field, and it's looking at me, and I'm going, nah, it's, this is going to end bad. This for explains you. so much. Yeah. Oh, it was wow. fun. It was just, but it was like life, and it was happening, and like this is this is Sickle real. It's not some some pebbles you feed your dog, and you don't realize that this is chopped. Like this is real, and it's really happening. And of course, scared the shit out of chicks, which is you know yeah. something I've been doing.
2: So you didn't. The mouse
5: would put its little hands
1: on the glass. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't help you, buddy.
0: Sorry,
4: bro. Uh, hey. James, um, you- I actually had the coolest, I think for me, the coolest pet uh, was a St. Bernard. The reason wow. being, he was huge and stinky. And, and stinky. Well, they were, but he stayed outside. But he, he had my back. I, I remember one time well, we used to have a field behind our, uh, you know, on the other side of our backyard fence. And kids, it was where we used to ride our bikes and jump. You know, we built the jumps and everything. And uh, these older kids were back there one day throwing rocks over my fence. And my sisters were out, my little sisters were out there playing. And I'm like, and, you know, I'm a, I was a little skinny kid. So I, you know, I over the fence, I'm like, hey, what the fuck? You guys are throwing, you, you're going to hit my sisters in my house, break a window. And of course, they're like, eh, fuck you. We'll beat your ass. And all of a sudden, right next to me, they see. <laughs>
1: This fucking <laughs> sand lot,
2: ah, awesome. big
4: sand lot dog, <laughs> and they just fucking shit on themselves and took off, and they never threw rocks over again. No one ever bothered us on our fence because they knew we had the fucking sand lot.
3: <laughs> did he have the barrel of whiskey under his? Yeah, head he or? did. He did. Nice. Yeah, Here we go. A, it was
4: caught re- in the wild. Yeah, it was. A, it's a prerequisite when you buy one; they have right. to come with a.
0: What whiskey. was that barrel for? It was in every cartoon. Brandy. Whiskey. Was it brandy? I thought it was whiskey. It's right. brandy so to, uh, it, it's basically depends just, what continent you're on. It's a bartender. Like, well, to help revive you. When it's to revive there. you, yeah. When, because they're, Lost they're in the, the rescue dogs. I think and the Alps, it's just brandy is the only thing to revive someone with hypothermia. there's nothing so actually it's warms you're to you yeah wouldn't know, it, it dehydrate it, you
2: and, and it, yeah it takes blood from your extremities and you know look when you but love the party warming. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> <just get laughs> I thought dog. it
0: was to par- go on I thought it was like a precursor to Spuds Mackenzie was a party dog where you know <laughs> I'm on the slopes but I could really use a cosmopolitan yeah. so the comes up. the <laughs> no 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 on on, on the rocks on, on he throws it out and starts again. <laughs> <laughs> I said kettle one. Yeah. So that was brandy in there to save downed skiers? It's, I don't yes, think it was. It was it was uh Numbs the pain, warms you from the warms inside. You, yeah. Bill, you don't seem like much of a pet
2: person.
3: Are you a pet You're person? What are you talking about? Okay, I grew up with dogs my whole life, Love dogs. Uh, I had cats for a while when I was out here. Uh, I had hamsters, we had uh, parakeets. And what about what's your ideal pet then? Uh big mutt. Yeah. Big, huge mutt. Dogs are the best.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, or sea otters. I wonder if you can domesticate sea otters. Anybody? Uh, Anybody? I don't know if you can. It's worth trying.
4: trying. I do know that rabbits are not as cute and fuzzy and nice as they appear to be. Uh, we bite. had one. They had, Yeah, they bite, they like, bite a like a bite motherfucker. Did you not wow. see What's the story with
5: marmots? Mar- they um, have the same way. I don't agree.
3: Marmots' teeth grow into their own skulls so they die really young unless you spend a lot of money at the vet like having the teeth like shaved down.
5: If you spent your free hours filing your marmot's teeth you'd be a pretty interesting
3: (laughs) (laughs) So they
2: constantly need to chew so they they will destroy your house basically. Uh. And like uh, so many of those pets will and that's why you just see these weird people on YouTube like marmots are the best and they've got like just (laughs) holes in their I thought
0: all rodentia their teeth constantly grow my rabbit had that and if it didn't chew its teeth, it would like grow up into its head. We yeah. have it clipped off. But I thought that was common of all roads. Uh, I didn't know that. Did I say I ro- only... rodentia? Rodentia. <laughs>
5: yeah, did, that that is is that, <laughs> that a word? You certainly a... te- were in the Boy Scouts.
3: That's a, yeah, that's a girl I dated. Once. No, that's, that's a, That guy
0: shoved one of those up my ass. That, that's that the, week. the phyla,
3: isn't it? Of the it's
0: uh, <laughs> like a Godzilla versus the binomial. Rodentia.
3: The binomial nomenclature. Oh my
2: god! Oh my. <laughs> Lou wants a god. Uh, little draft. Um, me. Oh, so that, oh yeah, see, a little
1: giraffe! Like there were no
2: toughies those... in those in those softballs. <laughs> have you heard me say that on the show before? I feel Tuffy? like I say
5: that all the time. You do, yeah. You take, say, well, just had at that once. Really?
2: No, I guess it was. I don't know. Maybe haven't you? Have you heard people say that? Do you, pay, do you guys say, "Ah, oh, gee, that's a toughie"? I've said it before. Yeah, when yeah. you were seven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course. David is still dating the same girl from since he was eight years old. So. Yeah, yeah, it's um, been a nice run. Oh, oh. I'm sorry,
4: for, Lou, but I see the
3: picture here. That's not—it's not
4: real. I'm sorry.
3: They don't. Yeah,
2: those women's breasts are not that.
4: They fake. are not real.
3: And yeah. by the way, I've met that actor, and he's not Middle Eastern. He's uh, he's uh, Irish. Oh, ah, for ruining Hollywood for the rest of. I <laughs> for a <fuck's> sake. <laughs> and that wasn't Jason Segel's body in the "I Love You, Man" poster. It was mine. It was his. We learned. Hey. We learned a lot. today. Yeah. we, we learned about that. that that's the first what we time. learned today.
2: We got. A hun- he got a hundred bucks for that. Yep. So, David, thank you so much for joining us on the show. You yes. have Your new album. Where did you get? Uh explosion the name from um you have to listen to the cd okay, okay. In there.
5: it's uh yeah it's out on you can get it on amazon and itunes and all but that but the
2: pre-orders are all sold out though right
5: yeah yeah nice uh, there might be some more available through standuprecords.com but okay I'm not, not sure about that
2: and then go to professorblastoff.com for yes. tour dates tour for, dates yeah and then your own personal tour dates are on your website davidhuntsburger.com. mm-hmm uh, and then you'll be playing in Santa Monica not tonight. I don't do... Okay, tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty if you listen in L.A. That's the challenge for this week. There you go. And get your emails in to us at Noonerpodcast at noonerpodcast.gmail.com. And then everybody on the show can be tweeted at their, their names, um, except for Bill Tweederson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so clever. I'm so proud of myself for yeah, that it's one. It's Twitterson? Twitterson, right? Twitterson. Twitterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's Twitterson, sir. Yeah.
3: Sir, It's Twitterson.
2: And then DJ Master.
4: DJ Master,
0: yes.
2: DJ Master, Jesus. Yes. Should, I should know that. Marty. How do you think you
0: pronounce my name? Like, look at my name. It's with an S-T-E. Like, how would you pronounce that first name? Some would say Stefan. Some would no, say Steven. No, it's not Stefan. I know. One out of every one doctor's visits, wherever I go, I hear yeah. Stefan Krieger, and I'm like, no, but uh, close <laughs> enough But that is how you pronounce, that's how you spell Stephen It's in the Bible, exactly. it's, it's a saint Stephen is with an have, A
2: In the Bible they don't have pronunciation guides yeah. Oh my god I'm just
0: saying We're going to go another two hours if you, if you, <laughs> I'm just annoyed by because it, it is constant No one knows, Stephen has an A in it Or an F-A-N yeah. Where did oh the god. V come from? Uh, it? the Bible depends, uh, uh, anti-semitism I believe it was uh, no, that be, uh,
2: Stephen is the Jewish Archangel version. Gabriel the, uh, came the down The Nordics
4: didn't the Nords use uh, more v's in their uh The Vikings? Yeah, the Vikings.
0: I mean I was at the weed doctor and I I assume no one can fucking read there anyway but they went Stephen Krieger and I went no right. that's not how you <laughs> pronounce you mean, Meanwhile the other end of oh, the oh, spectrum got it, there's a plumber
4: out there going Stephen Jack Steffen. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. You never saw those commercials? Yeah, All
1: right. No.
2: <laughs> All right. Clearly, we've overstayed our we welcome. Way so thank you guys so much over. for listening, and we will see you next Tuesday. Sounds Adios. good.
4: And Thanks. awkward silence.
1: Time tip that fuck. Time to tip that Did that's it, that's fuck. Did pop? Pop. Hit that did Hit that 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 Oh that yeah. Oh that 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 that
4: This has been a production of
0: Smudcast Internet Radio.